All right, guys, what is going on? Welcome to the AMX Superstores Moto Online Pro MX Preview Show. We're going to preview the whole season and how things are going to be running out with Pro MX right here on the Inside Dirt Network. This is the new show, as we've been promoting the last few weeks, the AMX Superstores Moto Online Preview Show tonight, and it will be the recap shows following each and every round after the Pro MX Series. And I'll tell you what, it's been a minute since we have done any of these shows. We're pumped to get 2021 underway. Thank you for tuning in. If you're listening to this um, live, you're going to be coming in on the AMX Superstores um, Facebook page or the Inside Dirt Facebook page, and this will be out tomorrow via um, Spotify, iTunes, and all the usual podcast platforms. Um, AMX Superstores, right now, we are in their building here in the southeast, and we are uh, really pumped to have you guys on board as a partner for the new show. Um, AMX Superstores are the nation's largest largest retailer for motorcycle accessories with over 15 locations nationwide. Um, Cairns is the latest store in a long list of stores opening on the East Coast, and that opens up tomorrow, guys. So if you're in the area in Cairns, Far North Queensland, check it out and uh, make sure that you reference that you watched this show last night on the AMX Superstores Facebook page. Um, if you go to amx.com.au right now, you can shop for all your online dirt bike needs and register to the VIP experience where you'll go into the draw to win a double pass for the opening round of Primex this weekend at Wontaggy. Um, and the same for anyone in store. If you guys register tonight, um, you'll be able to go into the draw to win two double passes to Primex at Wontaggy. So get over to the website, register for the VIP experience, and you'll be able to go into the draw to win tickets for this weekend's racing. And uh, with that being said, we've got a pretty special guest in the house tonight. This man next to me, Matt Moss. Matt, thanks for coming on, man. How are you? That's good to be. Um, bit of a last-minute addition. This, these live shows are always pretty crazy with uh, trying to get guests in town. And um, obviously, you drove down. Where did you? You're kind of living on the road right now, right? Oh, yeah. We're, I'm based in Heathcote. So, yeah, I drove. I went to riding at Nara with my brother yesterday. Back to Sydney. Packed up and then head down this morning. So I just want to get down here early. I'll hopefully have a ride tomorrow and then see how we go. Can you just move that mic a little closer to your... Uh, that's it. Just so the audio doesn't fuzz out a little bit. Um, so, Matt Moss. I mean, everyone knows the story by now. If you haven't, you've been living under a rock. Matt took uh, a hiatus from the sport over um, you know, 2016 to... Were you eligible to race last year or...? Yeah, it's... Um, July 20th, I think. Yeah, was. okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously that was uh, a null point in the end because of the whole COVID year, but... Um, so it, it'll be going on four and a half years, five years? Yeah, it'll be five years July. So, yeah, I was was planning on coming back for Supercross last year. But That's obviously right. um, COVID sort of stuffed everyone up. So I just went back to work, didn't even hop on a bike. And then I thought I'd work all the way up to New Year's. And then I decided get to into it. get into it. Yeah, I love the story. And we're going to get into that. Um, so obviously, Matt, look, uh, AMX Superstore is bringing you Matt Moss here tonight on the... Uh, AMX Moto Online Primex preview show on the Inside Dirt Network and uh, and Matt. So 102 Motorsports is is the team name, so to speak. But yep. it's I think that's a glossy way of just saying it's Matt Moss and Jake Moss going racing and uh, and you've got some partners, right? Definitely, we've got some we've got some great partners. Um, the Blanchett brothers have um, really come to the party and helping us. Um, you know, they sort of remind me of me and Jake. You know, thick and thin. We'll always be standing side by side. So. Um, to have them guys in our corner is is amazing. Um, I think they finished my race bike at 12:30 on th- on Friday on um, Wednesday night, and they Jake just left to come here, so doing wow. his bike. So, nah, they're 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 in it for the long haul. Um, but I wouldn't have it anyway. Um, 
we're, we're, we're extremely happy about it. It's awesome, man. And i got to admit, like, there's been, you've been in the media a lot recently, probably not as, I, I know you've never really been a media guy, so to speak, but there's been interviews out, you've done different things, and, you know, Jake was on some podcasts last year, and I've seen, like, the Moto Online interview with you, I believe it was last week, and, and documenting, uh, kind of talking about the, the comeback, so to speak, and, and I'll be honest, I was on the fence, I really didn't think you had a reason to come back, a point to prove anything in between, um, but I also said on a podcast we did recently that there's nothing more dangerous than a pissed off Moss brother. And uh, as far as speed on the track, and I, I don't know, you got a point to prove is what I'm getting at. You coming back or is it, so, what's, what's the reason? Yeah, here? People say that, but I don't really have a point to prove. I don't have anything to prove. Um, and pissed off. No, I'm not pissed off. I'm happier than I ever have been. Um, you know, I didn't race for four years. I know that, but. In, in hindsight, I got to spend time with my fa- family and yeah. friends and, and work out how to go to work and do a normal job. And, and life after racing isn't great. So, <laughs> um, you know, obviously, I, I, it's my passion. Like, it's, I haven't got a point to prove and I don't need to, I don't need to prove anything to anyone. That's, that's what I've got going for me at the moment. So I can come off my bike after a race if I don't do good or do good. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, I'm going to go to work on Monday. Um, to make some money to go racing so i'm not doing this for a paycheck at all um no, even, if, I mean, even if i come out and win the factory guys can come off me right i'm i'm not taking it like i'm not doing it for anyone but myself my family and the great people that i've met along the way and you know in the harder times that are that are here to support me and um you know i'm i'm, I'm in a great spot i feel like i'm in a better spot than i ever have been so leading into the championship I mean, I was going to say that, like, I haven't seen you for a long time, probably since you stepped away from the sport last time, so, like, 2016, right? And and just meeting you in here now, your demeanour, I mean, I normally get you on the podium or, you know, the, the trackside interview or whatever where you kind of, fired up's the wrong word, but your heart's pumping and, you you know what I mean, it's it's post-race or pre-race where you're not really focused on anything else but the gate drop, but you do seem a lot more relaxed and you seem different is what I'm getting at. Um like, don't take that out of context when I said, like, you know, a pissed-off Moss brother. Like, you guys no, have that yeah. reputation of being fiery, but you know what I'm saying, I Don't right? worry, it's, out there. it's there. It's still in there. I, but, uh, you know, I want to win. Don't yeah. get me wrong, like... Because you've been throwing some jabs and stuff on social I'll, media. Like, I, it's a little I, bit I don't there. line up in so I'm going to race. Like, I want to win. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm going to this race to win. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I've won championships, and I know what it takes to win a championship. You know, you can lose it on the first round. But, um, you know, and I haven't raced this caliber of race for you know, close time, to five yeah. years so you know things could go wrong but you know I've, I've been doing the work I'm mentally strong I'm physically strong bike's great I got my suspension 100% so I'm pumped on that and uh, I'm ready I, like I, I know everyone's always going to say they're ready to race but you know all the go. niggling injuries that I had you know over the last you know, years, because I always raced motocross, supercross here. Then I went straight to America. I never had off-seasons, and I always had injuries. Like, my wrists would hurt, my knees would hurt, shoulders would always banged up. Yep. Or I'd hurt myself in America, and then I'd, I'd have to get ready for motocross and have time off. So, um, so I think a lot of people, the industry has a short memory. Yeah. And the fans have an even shorter memory in this sport. But that, that window where I think it was... Some fans. Some fans. Some fans. That, that's not fair, yeah. Not, yeah. not everyone has a short memory, but... Um, the media certainly have a short memory. Um, I'll, I'll class myself in that too. But, you know, it was, uh, what was it, the, the back-to-back years? Was it 14, 15 you were in the States as well as Moto Supercross? 
over here or was it 13, 14? What, what years 13, 14. Yeah. Um, so I went, yeah, I think it was 12 in America, 13, 14 was um, with Foreman. And then, um, yeah, 15 was sort of same thing. I went, that's when I hurt myself in America and had to come back. Because, I mean, you had an incredible run so. there with, um, you know, Aussie titles, Aussie Supercross titles. Um, and then what was your best result in AMA in, the, in that standout year? I think 13. Third. Third was me podium, and then I got finished sixth in the championship. Yep. Yep. So it was po- oh, like in super. Sorry, yeah, four fifty. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just didn't ride. I didn't <laughs> yeah, but you say that, but you had some I, pretty good results. Yeah, I so. rode alright, but it's it's a different. Like I was always over there by myself, or you know, it's hard work. When especially the team that I would ride for over there didn't really want me there. So you know, it's like that morale around the team is not Wasn't, around there. Yeah. You're just sort of like you can feel like you're. a you're punished to him, so a burden sort yeah, of thing. Really, so it's so it's hard. I mean, I think I get the kind of vibe that um, I think you're a little bit misunderstood. Maybe like you know, from what I've learned over the years, is like your your core crew. Like you kind of have that family environment, and you really like to feel a part of the team and what you're doing. And I think if those values aren't there, like you said in the states, it doesn't make you feel like you're going to go out and do yeah. what you need to do. I guess. Yeah, definitely. Like this year is like based around having good people around me, but like. My passion is the sport. Like, I absolutely love the sport. Um, so, you know, I'd, like, people like people look at me and think maybe he's a bit cocky or whatever, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not. I'm just passionate about the sport, and I know my abilities. I know the work I put in. Um, and, you know, it's. I just feel like I want to try and build the sport back up and, and get us riders like, you know, Cloudy and all them guys, that feel, like, they're going to have to go to work after racing and... You know, there's nothing they don't understand. No. Like I've been through it now. Like it's hard work. I've had some dark days. Does anybody work. though? Like I think people riders think they do, but if 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 they're a rider like yourself or or a cloudy or, or someone that was an elite junior, went straight into the pro ranks, and whether they went went into a ride or their parents helped fund it, and then they went pro, you know, and got rides for however many years. I mean, there's a lot of guys, and I, I hate to say it, it's kind of like a dirty, like dark secret of the sport, but. When you when you hang it up, it's done, and you go into the real world, and you're used to being this top guy, and then all of a sudden, you're you know, I mean, you were doing excavation, is that right? Yeah, well, I had started my own company, and anything I do, I drive like look, you get what I mean. I put the effort in. Yeah, I was running, it was pretty successful, but I couldn't do that and come back racing, so I decided to, to sell everything and and work for one of my mates, uh, Pascal Plumman, and. He he just um he lets me come and go as I please, so that's pretty helpful. Um, you know, but the best thing too is like the best thing about me not being here for four years is I found out who my friends are. Um I found out who actually believes in me and backs me. So it's been the probably the biggest blessing in disguise, to mm. tell you the truth. Like honestly, like you know, I might, I might only race for another four years. You know, I might be hanging up the boots now. So what are you, 33? I'm turned 33 this year, yeah, but okay. I'm still like a 10-year-old. <laughs> Ask me wife. <laughs> Talking about your wife and family, obviously you've got a couple of kids now as well. That's, you know, um, again, that changes your whole perspective on life. And um, I, I'd, I'd imagine some of the motivation coming back is probably to show the kids who you are as well. I definitely, like Jay, uh, my son, he loves racing, like, all riding, he loves it. He wants to come to the track every every day. Sometimes I just can't have him there because it's a bit bit hard. But yeah, you got to put the work in. And so he's what three? Did you say he's four? four. And then my daughter, she's three. She's not really into it. She just she just sits in the caravan. But you know, like <laughs> he he obviously he's going to hear stories, and I want to show him 
I should want to show. I want to show everyone what I've got. Um, you know, and it's you know everyone makes mistakes and all that sort of stuff. And you know, it's how it's how you can turn that around and turn it into a positive and 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 make yourself better and and try and better the sport. I think that's what's that's what's you know. I feel like that's what's wrong with this sport in Australia. It's like you know we're just we're all blindsided by someone tells you to do this or do that or whatever. You know, like you go to America, it's very structural. You know, it's sort of we're shooting in the dark here, you know. We're hoping we're doing the right thing or, you know, training the right way. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're not sure, so. Well, I mean, you can talk about that a little bit too. Have you been getting involved with um, your dad's facility up there as well, doing a bit of coaching and, and whatnot? Yeah, I've been, I've been doing a heap of coaching. Not as much lately, obviously, because I've got to dedicate time to myself to, to get ready. Yeah. Um, but I've met some great families along the way. Um, the Dennis's. Um, yeah, I saw you've been riding a bit with Byron. And yeah, doing- Byron, he's such a... Is he Good doing MX3 this weekend, or is he not old enough yet? Uh, I'm not. I don't. I don't think he is. No, he'd be um, pretty young yeah, still. Yeah, he's, he? he's. I think he only just turned 14. So, yeah. Um, he's got plenty of youth. So, but he, you know, great family helping. They here to help me out, and um, you know, I just I I love seeing it. He's got that determination. Like I, I see a spark of me in him, and I'm like, yeah, you can do it. So yeah, yeah, he's, I enjoy he's got that. some talent, that kid. Yeah. Um, no, it's cool because obviously you've got, you know, your dad's a, a pretty well-renowned, um, you know, coach for, geez, be 20 plus years now. He's been travelling around doing his deal. And <laughs> he needs a walking stick. He's getting too old. But <laughs> yeah, no, like he's, he, he loves it. He, 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 you know, you can see it's taking his toll on him out in, out in the dirt and sun all day, but he loves it. He still gives us, gets a smile out of it and seeing the kids happy. Um, but yeah, no, I was just, tr- I try and help out dad as much as I can. We're just a bit far live about a bit far apart but you know I spent a bit of time there and change the tracks and all that sort of stuff and help all these kids out all these Moss Institute riders so yeah no, that's awesome man well uh, let's kind of switch gears a little bit first of all um, I'm just going to get this entry list up here so like I said um, we did have a co-host scheduled tonight <laughs> um, my buddy Joel Evans he's going to be racing you in MX1 he was coming down to help co-host and uh, unfortunately he had a blowout on the way down from Queensland so I think he's stuck somewhere near the border of New South but um, we're going to have you sit in Matt if that's cool and we'll just talk a little bit about the class and yep. and, and preview the uh, the series basically oh that's right we actually forgot to introduce Darnell producer Darnell how are we doing I'm good I you, forgot you had yeah, a headset it was my you bad you always forget that I'm here um just before we move on, yep. there's so much love for Matt Moss through the Facebook live streams right now. Really? So the fans do not forget. I, I shouldn't have said that. that. No, I, no, no. Yeah. Maybe th- I'm a bit jaded. No, but the media forgets. The media forgets. The fans definitely don't forget. And I think there's a lot of people that are going to be cheering on that 102 on Sunday. I mean, everyone loves a good underdog in Australia. And you are now. That's that's you at this point, isn't it? You're, yeah. you're the underdog. I suppose. You, you I, don't, I don't, don't, don't see Moxie as an underdog. No, but like, in my view, I'm not. No, no he's I never going to say it. But Moto, Moto <laughs> 1, I reckon there's 102 is going to be getting that whole shot bonus. Oh, definitely. Actually, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got to ask you about this, Matt. I never asked you about it, right? Um, 2015 or 2016 Appen, you were on the Cowies back then. Yeah. You ripped a whole shot that was, um, do you remember this? Yeah, I do. Okay. I saw some photos or some video of you doing some pretty wacky technique with like, you were kind of sitting further back, really. I, over- I always sit back as far as I can. Yeah, whatever, okay. As far as, <laughs> whatever that <laughs> like, back block is, I'm there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even your body, like, you were kind of, like, legs behind the pegs, your chest was super full. I didn't know if you just kind of 
had dumped it and gone or whether that was like your starting technique but for some reason when we were doing the tv back in the day that always stood out in my mind and i was like i've got to ask you about that yeah see uh, i uh, i also saw a video you the other day watching the start guy oh, yeah. <laughs> mate any any <laughs> did hey, you see that that's called that's that's me um older years coming into the play yeah everything hey i used to do that especially geez i grew up racing in the uk we had the elastic gates at one point and those things that hit you and it'd be like it well yeah but you just try and style as close to the start yeah, guy and watch his it. foot like and they'd stretch. You could just go through them. But, um, yeah, you're a good starter, to Donnell's point. Um, yeah, I've always been a great starter. Like, at Canberra, against all the factory guys, I yeah, I think, you know, I didn't come out the second corner in front of everyone, but I was pretty much first or second every time. And I've just, yeah, always been good at it. It's not so much the jump, but I've always been good at shifting that gear and going over the gate. So. Yeah. See, I've put my neck out on the line here for you now, Mossy, saying you're getting that whole shot. So don't when, worry, my neck's so always when, out on the line. So, so, when, <laughs> so when that check comes in, you know, I'll just take a cut off the top and we'll just well, go even. It is the check. You can donate it to is charity. The, it is the, oh, that's a... Uh, the top 10 shootout is the uh, the AMX Superstore's top 10 shootout, which you know about that, obviously? No. Nah. No. Nah. <laughs> so after qualifying, if you're in top 10, you go back out... Um, for a, uh, is it awarded points? No, no points, just uh, $500. Oh, yeah, sweet. So I'll donate it to charity. Yeah. I'll see if they'll match it, double it. People's channel. It's every round. It matters, yeah, it yeah. Matters like Australia. I'll see if they'll double it. <laughs> donate to charity. I like that, Mossy. That's this cool. is why I'm you not here. We're not here for a paycheck. No, I'm <laughs> paying for it. So, um, What's the go with Yamaha? You just wanted to ride one? Um. Were you trying to put a program together with them with contingency or? No, I, 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 <laughs> I ring every team to tell you the truth. I um, heard that. I did um, hear that. But they, they all, I understand their predicament. Like, obviously I have had four years off, but the problem is, the, the thing is, and I, their, their phone calls got heated. I tell you, I told a couple of them to, but. Um, <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't doubt it. But because I, I just know my ability and my, my head strength and, and, and what I can do, so, but I did warn him, I, I, nothing, like, my biggest one was, was, was gas gas, like, as in, I thought I had a shot at getting that right, yeah. um, not, I'm nothing against Aaron Tenney, I think he's a great guy, but he hadn't, you know, I had nine championships, and, you know, it was new bike, I was like, here we go, fresh start, and, um, they took that, and I said, I bet he hurts himself before the first round. And well, you were on the money there. I know. So but do you want to talk nothing about nothing against Aaron Tini. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I don't mind the guy. I've never had a problem with him, but from a business point of view, I felt like, well, you made the wrong decision from my my view, and <laughs> I'm just glad I can rub it in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, do I you mean, want to talk about that? So Tanny's out. Well, Tanny's out. Um, Which is a bummer. It, it is a bummer. bummer. It yeah. really is. Um, it's not just for him and, you know, like and the manufacturers. For the whole championship, yeah. that yeah. he's a real contender this year. And it'll, yeah. he's, no offence to you, Matt. No, he's no, fast. He he's is fast. fast and I just, he is very fast. He can ride a bike. But I always just go off previous years. Look, he's crashed every year. Mm. So I mean, that's that. And this isn't the, the talk and smack or Tanny show, but it's led like that's been his it's just his weakness has been he gets great starts that's but the thing too. So if he can if the stay guy, on the guys on the gate like yourself if Tanny can keep it upright for every round he's a real threat to take that title maybe yeah. not now he's missing round one oh, he'll, he'll, he, I he's think definitely going to factor give in give him a year or two mm. and he'll, he'll come into his own he's he's still young but you know it's. It, I was lucky that you know I, I was I just yeah, I made myself. I crashed until I was eighteen. Nearly every three, 
three weeks, I was back on the bike and it would crash. You know, I just, but I got with a good bunch of people like Jay Foreman. Yeah. And it it just worked. So it just, you had you, know a, I mean? you had a really core cool group of people yeah. around, especially for those championship years with Suzuki and everything. And I mean, we were working on some articles for a project the other day, and we went back at, and and we kind of looked at like a ten year run of MX One, and and the first guy right now on this list we'll talk about Todd Waters. Yeah. And and it's like you realize how long Todd's been around, as far as in the championship. And then you look at the battles that you guys had, you know, twenty thirteen. Um, you know, he was KDM, you were Suzuki, and, and we're 2021, 20, so what's that, eight years later, and um, you guys are going to be battling it out again this weekend. It's, um, this sport's unique like that, as in you come up with a group of guys, and, and really you're going to race them your whole career, and even though you've had the best part of five years off, you know, Todd's the defending champ, but you guys are going to be going at it again this weekend. Yeah, definitely. I, well, I, I do pick him as, um, I do pick him as probably the biggest threat at round one, I'm not, not saying the whole year there's obviously going to be other riders, but probably the sand, and, and he's coming off a couple of good wins. Um, and, you know, I, I like what he's done with his, like, he's sort of promoting himself. Yeah, he's I, doing I, his I, own I, program, I really, yeah. I think that helps. Um, he's got no one to answer to, mm. which is, I think will help him. I think he's, I don't know if he's still doing the enduro or he whatever. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he's doing that I don't know how right. much that'll play a part in, in, in his championship, taking on so much, but... You know, I wish him all the best. I, it's, I, it's not that I don't like him. I'm just a competitor. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like his dad. I think his dad's a good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, moto dads are funny because your dad's not a fan of me. You know that, right? Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> dad's not a fan of me either. <laughs> <laughs> your dad's been on some serious Facebook rampages oh, about like, me back lo- in the day. He loves the Facebook. Yeah, that's he why does. I don't have Facebook. <laughs> I don't have it for that reason. Um, no, I was, yeah. He, we, we were going through the list of people that don't like you, Joe. Yeah, so. he was on there. Um, but yeah, Todd, I mean, and here's my, my theory, Matt, is in on a normal year, like I'll be straight up, if, if we'd have raced in 2019, like, uh, sorry, 2020, maybe you'd done Supercross, whatever it would have led to. I don't think you coming in with all the time off with a normal run in, yeah. you're probably not as competitive, no, in my opinion. Be. But because everyone's had a year and a half off, yeah, I really think this plays in your favour because your ability to turn it on and be your raw speed and you being Matt Moss, when you look at everybody else that has been used to him racing year after year after year, like you were when you were in your run of things, right? Yeah. I think that's your strength right now. Well, I, I don't think know. Maybe, I think maybe if it was motocross for twenty, like supercross, I'm just better at supercross. I'm not. I wouldn't be worried. I can. I know that. Like not saying, but I. In Australia, I think the only one that has the in the 450 class four supercross that has Some somewhat skills to to match me is Cloudy. Yeah. Um. You know, and then you got the American guys, but like it showed it like Cosar, but like I don't, you know, hadn't ridden for that long, and you know it was sort of a stadium cross the track, and me and him were you yeah. know a lot better than everyone else. He was obviously a bit fiddling me, but um. You know, it my seems bike like skills uh, have you and always been good. You and Cloudy have been finding each other a lot in the preseason. Like when you race, oh, you have, yeah, because you were at Oakdale the other day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got nothing against. I talked to Cloudy. I, I don't hate anyone. I, I literally, I don't. It's not. I just dislike. I just hate losing. <laughs> I hate losing. Um, do you want to text Kevy? Don't know. See if we can get him on in the next ten. Um, right. So. Uh, Todd Waters, Lockie Latimer. Um, he, wrote, is, he wrote good at 
Yeah. King Roy. I mean, those guys, the Latimer brothers, they ride well. Yeah, um, well, I, I, I've always heard them, and I've, I don't think I ever personally met them until um, King Roy. Right. He was a shaved head, and I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> and then Jake's like, oh, that's the Latimers, because we're going to ride at their place. Well, I think they're like in a, one of them's into boxing and stuff too, yeah, so. he looks like one. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, he rode really well. He actually surprised uh, me. I think he's st- stepping up to MX1 this year, if I'm correct. Yeah, he was on, he was on a KDM 450. Yeah. He, he, well, he beat Gibbs in the last motor, so. Yeah, right. Um, Rikers, obviously on the uh, Empire Cowie. Um, obviously younger, you know, younger, you wouldn't have raced Jaden yet. No. Nah. No, he, we used to coach him. Oh, he was a Moscow yeah, at one yeah, point, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, Cloudy, obviously we've touched on that. Um, Cloudy, to me, is one of the title favourites, I think. Uh, definitely. Well, he's got, you know, the argument's sake, Dakar's got the best program. Yeah. Like, you know, he's got I mean, the you wrote for that team funds. a long time ago, right? Yeah, well, he's, he reminds me a little bit of me. That's why we clash. <laughs> we want to win so bad. So, you know, and he's got the funding to do it, yeah. um, to get the good riders, so... Um, that's what was a big surprise for me, seeing, seeing Gibbsy leave there to go to Honda. Um, yeah, it was still one of my biggest, like, wow. I think that was, it seemed like a political musical chairs to me there. It was in, like, obviously Dakar wanted Cloudy back. Yeah. And then, oh, Uribe's kind of gone, well, maybe I'll just fill this spot with... Yeah, I just hope Gibbsy wasn't chasing money, because, like, I don't know. I, I read an interview on Moto Online today, um, plug, obviously, partner of the show now, and, and it was Gibbsy talking about how the, the CDR thing, it came out of nowhere. He didn't think he was leaving. Oh, okay. And he said it came out of nowhere and the Honda thing was a bit of a lifeline. So I don't think it was money. I think it was more of a... Okay. It, it yeah, worked should, out that... I probably should read more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I only just saw it today, but... <laughs> um, I mean, to me, Cloudy... I'll be straight up. I think Cloudy can win the title, but he's got to get better in the sand. Yeah. Because Todd is so strong in the sand and... It, it comes like the double header in twenty nine. Todd's a strong fool. Stop. He's a strong boy. Yeah. Like, well, he's all I, just upper body. I don't, <laughs> I don't rate his style on a bike, but he, it's somehow he makes it work. But well, he's just a strong, fit guy. It like, ain't textbook, is it? No, it's, it's not even close. It's, but it, but he's strong and he's fit, and he's always been healthy. Like he's he's always a strong, fit guy. Yeah, um, he lives it. Um, but Cloudy, I think obviously I don't think Gibbsy wants to ever do Supercross. Not after so the injuries he's had. So I think that's probably yeah. a massive. Massive thing for Dakar, yeah. getting one that can do both. Um, obviously, so that's Cloudy. You know, like I said, he's going to win a lot of motos. He's going to be up front. And um, you managed to try and get a photo, I think. <laughs> um, but then you got Gibbsy. Um, like you said, he's not a Supercross guy now, motocross only. He's a veteran. Is Gibbsy, what, 30 something? He'd be similar age to you. He's younger than me, so he'd be 30, 31. Turn into 31. Yeah. But he's, he's, he's probably the only guy like, not, I like. like. You like Gibbsy? Yeah, I like, I like Gibbsy. He sort of stays to himself. And, you know, we're pretty, we, we've banged bars. Like, yeah. We've done a lot of banging. And, and you know what? And the respect off the track's always been there. It hasn't, it's whatever's happened on the track stayed on the track. And, you know, I, I, I've just had utmost respect for him, actually. Um, you know, the new Honda's a good bike. It has a few bugs in standard form, but I think Konski's going to have a good program. I think him and Medi are going to have good bikes. So it's going to be interesting. Um, Connor Tierney uh, out of WA riding for the uh, Flooring Sale Suzuki team. Uh, McManus, Levi McManus out of SA. Daniel Sanders is on the entry list. I'm pretty sure he's not racing round one, though, Chucky. But uh, Yeah, I'm not 100%. Yeah, he said on Instagram he couldn't get everything ready, but he might race round two because 
he's pretty wild. Is he? <laughs> you know Chucky the off-road guy? I've, I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it gets interesting the when Dakar he comes. The Dakar guy, the off-road guy, the guy yeah. who came out and surprised us all at Broadford in 19 with yeah. a whole shot wearing a kidney belt. And a body armor. And a body armor. Yeah, just full. I'm surprised he didn't have bike masters Pretty sure on. he had. Did so, he have a headlight so on? looks like my brother. Because that's has <laughs> <laughs> always got that over armor over the outside. Does he run the so, over armor now, does I he? Know, I think I've conned him out of that. Yeah. Jai <laughs> um, Walker out of Queensland. You probably would have raced him in a preseason race. Or no, I did, no. I, obviously I would have that kill. Is it Kilcoy? Yeah. Or whatever it is. Um, I think he was there. Yeah, I think he rode. He rode pretty good. Is he on the Honda? Yeah, he's yeah, on yeah, like he, the Honda like he, satellite program. Yeah, I think he had a couple bike issues in one of them. I think it looked like he had no back brake, but he was fast. Okay. Yeah. Um, Corey Watts, Vic Privatsia, uh Mitch Norris out of SA, uh, Ryan Findanis. Actually, don't know Ryan, but he's this. He he actually only lives like twenty minutes down the road. He's yeah, okay. He's a good humble guy and. He's, you know, he's the people that we need in the sport, um, full privateer. Yeah, um, well, working for his dad. I um, guess we put you in that category yeah, at the moment, you know. Yeah, well, I am, but you know, I think he he wants different things. Like yeah. he would, his main goal would be to go really good and maybe secure a factor ride. But my goal is just to win a championship and 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 you know, make try and make the sport better and try and. You know, try and help these. My biggest goal is when I step away is to bring kids through mm. and, and mentor them and making the right decisions and, and see them through their career so they don't leave Australia too early or have to go, go to America and end up coming back like I did. So, Yeah, and I think we'll get back to the ride list in a second here, but um, probably just give a little bit of a, a plug here. Like you guys listening at home, make sure you go to amx.com.au and... Um, register for the vip experience and you will go into the draw to be notified tomorrow morning if you win two tickets to the opening round of primex this weekend at Wantaggy. this is of course the amx superstores moto online primex preview show on the inside Dirt network matt moss in the house right now we're running through the mx1 class for primex and uh if you're tuning in on facebook live on amx or inside Dirt, thanks for tuning in Throw some comments in. Dino might even be able to bring some questions up for Matt whilst he is in uh, in the house here at AMX in Limbrook. And uh, have you ever been into an AMX store before? Yeah, I had. <laughs> have I ever? <laughs> I've had to spend a lot of money. Well, there. Yeah. I actually hit, I hit the AMX guy up in um, I think it was Campbelltown. Yeah. Uh, or not Campbelltown, Parramatta, or near there. Parramatta Road it is. Uh, that'd be yeah. the Auburn store. Yeah, the Auburn store. Yeah. I hit him up for a bit. He gave me a bit of a discount. So I was pumped, <laughs> but he didn't know who I was. Because <laughs> I love it. Before we went on air, you're looking at handguards, and it's like, that's that's Matt Moss, and he's, he's like looking about, do I'm I buy handguards right now? Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll get that sorted out for you, Matty. But that's I was right. thinking, do I put them on? Because I don't feel like I'm going to You don't plan on <laughs> <laughs> uh, We have had some questions roll in from Facebook, not for Matt in particular, but... We see, people have seen that Jackson Richardson is riding a gas gas. Yeah. People are calling for him to take Tanny's seat for round one. <laughs> is Jats on the entry list? No. Fan favourite? I, I don't think he'll be in any physical shape or form. <laughs> I hope he is. I hope he brings a sweat <laughs> the headband and the sweat band. The, the boxes and the briefs that he runs in. Nah, he's not, but I mean, he's a fan favourite, but he's been doing a, a lot of partying in the off season. I don't think he'd be ready for pro, like Moto. <laughs> You never count out Jats. No, I'm not saying, but I think uh, if he is Dude, he you know, super it'd be good if he comes. Yeah. It would be good if he races. He's great for atmosphere. Yeah. Well, he's gas gas for Supercross. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd say the the one guy I never got an answer. I should have hit him up. Richie Evans. He just kind of like disappeared. He's part of that crew up there. But yeah. after we had that Yamaha ride in '19 um, in the 450s, just 
I guess he's just hung it up and gone to work or something. I don't know. Smart but move. <laughs> <laughs> um, Medi, 24, on the uh, factory Honda uh, racing team. I haven't heard much on Medi. Medi is... A, I he's hope a, he goes well. He's, he's a good guy. He's a veteran. He's yeah. a good guy. How old is Medi? I think he's like 36. 800? 30, he's, 800? Th- he's 36. But he's fit. Yeah. He works hard. He's... um. He just yeah, does his thing over there right. in SA. On that Honda, it look we, I seen some footage and that he looked mm. really good. So. Um, Keeps quiet, but yeah, he he might come in tonight. Yuri picked him up from the airport, oh, so sweet. if they come by, you oh, guys picked him up. He'll be late. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, you know the deal. Yeah. Um, Jai Dixon, Navrin Grothews. Okay, Navrin's gone up to MX One now. That's cool. Uh, Joel Whiteman's back. He's on a Yami. Okay. Joel Sigliano still on the Cowie. Max Kloster, he's a local Vic kid. Actually coached Max quite a lot back in the day. Bryce O'Guinness, another local Vic privateer. Uh, Melros, let's talk about Melros on the Yamaha. Um, he's spent the, the off time, you know, he opened a gym. I think him and his girlfriend own an F45 now in Melbourne. He's moved down here. Um, Melros could be, I'm not sure where he's going to fit into this with the injuries he's had rehabbed. He, he's got speed, but... Um, I'm not sure. What are your thoughts? Yeah, he's... I don't know. He, he, obviously, he's got the equipment. Mm. He's, he, he's, <laughs> I love this. I love this, but yeah. He's got the equipment, the guts to do it. Um, Donna, what are your thoughts? But I, haven't, I haven't seen... I haven't... Honestly, I haven't seen much about him. I think to, he only started I, riding I like three weeks ago. Yeah, well, that's what I heard. So. Melrose. He was... In 19, he was really, really strong. He was on the race oh, the line. KDM, yeah. yeah. Race line 450. Um, and he was a real title contender until we went to Maureen and he got hurt. Like, he was in that points chase with Cloudy. So, so do you, you think he, he knows how to, he, he knows how to run up front well, with those guys? Well, he the lights too in Supercross yeah. and that. He well, lost how many him. titles he did he lose? Yeah, two in a row, but they to were the, his, to really. To the people's champ. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> to the people's champ. <laughs> Jats. But no, That's like, true. Like, Jats got both of those, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he went back to Yeah, yeah. We won't rub it in. Cam Taylor's in the house. We're going to get Cam on in a minute. Um... Yeah, so we've got Seager Ward. He's out of SA um, doing it as a privateer with help from the MX Raps guys. Uh, Daniel Weber, Matt Moss on the BBR 102 Motorsport. And then we've got to talk about your brother a little bit, Jake, yeah. 103. Really is a family affair right now. Um, so did you drag Jake along to this or did, what's the go? I couldn't well, imagine. I s- like, I know he's more of a Supercross guy as well. Yeah, well, he. I actually think he's more of a motocross rider. Yeah, okay. Um, he just... He just doesn't have the the mental strength that I've that I've had. Like he can actually ride a bike better than me. Yeah, because I've always had that understanding. Like he's the faster, so to speak, quote unquote. Yeah. But you've been more successful. He's just better on a bike. Yeah. But he, um, I don't know. He just had a baby, so he's got two kids. Um, you know, and like, <laughs> yeah, I pretty much dragged him along. Yeah. I, I just knew, like, he. Uh, I think the biggest thing in in life is regret. You know, I that's. You know, I don't want to regret that I didn't do this. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I don't want to, 10 years down the track, going, I should have done this, I should have put the effort in, I should have done... Should have come back. Know, and, and I don't yeah. want him to, in 10 years' time, to go, oh, I should have raced. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least now he can say he's done it. And you know what, he's, he's, he's been with me the last two weeks, and um, he started about five seconds off a lap, and he's down to like half a second. Yeah, so, okay. Well, know. speed's never been his, his problem, yeah. you know. His um, fitness, he, he, he will take a little bit to get going, mm. like... He's not going to come out and win the first round, but I'm hoping for him. I'm hoping a top ten and for the team for him, and and he'll just build. Um, you know, he's he just needs a sniff of confidence, and yeah. he he he'll get on a roll. 
Um, Callum Norton, that's interesting. He's in for this one. Um, he's racing uh, Factory Husky for yeah, he's a desert. Fink guy. But he's fast. Like, do you remember in 19 or 18 or I remember 17? him in 17. On DPH, and yeah. he was running, like, top fives in MX1. Was then or MX2? No, no, it was MX1. MX1, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. that big, big red-headed kid. Yeah, he's a giant. He can um, muscle a bike around. Yeah, I think he'll go well at Wani. I really do. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, Maximus Purpose, he <laughs> is going to be in... Do you know Max? No. Watch no. out. Oh, dude. He is, uh, he's from New Zealand. He just won the MX2 title over there. Did he? Um, he's got a mullet, which is... You'll spot him as Actually, soon as you I see it. Seen yeah. yeah. Podium interviews in gumboots, mullet flapping, pit awesome. wipers on. Yeah, just... Yeah. Kid can haul ass, dude. I wonder how he's... Get, how well, I know... Oh, 20? Has he won the MX2 there? Yeah. He's gone to MX1 here. Yeah. He's, he battled he Duffy. Duffy nah, in not at all. He's really little. Perfect. Who's he running for? Well, he's thing? not really little, but he's he's not... Like you wouldn't big. say he's big, you know? Is he doing his own program? No, or is he Yamaha? Nah. Yamaha? Yeah, Yamaha? 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 Or is he WBR? Nah, he's... WBR. WBR. My bad. Sorry. So, Whitten Brothers Racing. Um, oh, yeah. Because oh, the other guy hurt himself, right? Bailey's out Bailey. of that one. So that's why that's why I think oh, no, Purvis was, always on the was already in. Yeah, yeah, he was in. Uh, they got a big lineup this year, WBR. They got, four yeah, they got a sick setup. They do, man. The, the Whitten brothers, they, I, I've really got to get them on the pod and, and do a... We'll probably do them on the first... Recap uh, show? Maybe recap show or the Inside Dirt show after that, but we'll get them on. But Max Purvis, I bet you he, he put some times in. It's going to be a little scary on a if, 450, but... If Max and uh, Regan Duffy get near each other on the track, we're mm. in for a good battle. Because those boys know how to hang it out. They, and they do. did a lot of racing against each other. That was a real. That was really outside. Of, like MX One's always one to watch, but that MXD title in 2019 was so good to watch. It Especially was. come Coolum, like Regan's so good in the sand, being Western Australian, and Max, Max is just him, man. Max. Luke Zielinski, Zane Zunlop out of Queensland, James uh, Jafer, Jay Lamb, Jonathan Hale. Uh, that's the MX One lineup right now. I think there's a few guys missing. Obviously, Duffy's missing from there. Um, well, the positive about that is how many people are in it. Like yeah. that, that's you haven't seen that for a long time. Well, MX two, MX three are, are oversold out. There's reserve list and everything. Um, did you text Kevy, Daniel? Yeah. What do you say? He hasn't got back to me yet. What's up, Kevy? Kev Williams. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get him on for a quick quick phone interview. Um, Tell him the entry list is in. You can't take any money out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I wanted to get him on when you were on because I know you've always thrown jabs at him. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Most of it's been in good fun, though, right? Uh, he's, he, you know, I mean, he, he ran a series. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he ran a very successful series for a long time. Yeah. I know you guys had your run-ins over the years, but like you said. Yeah, we have, we have yeah, well, I have issues from an accident that happened with him that, you know, I felt like he didn't take it the right way, so. That's, yeah, true. That's another thing. True. Like, nothing to do with his, the way he ran the, the national and stuff, so. Well, uh. Look at, I think we'll probably round up there, Matt. We might get Cam Taylor on for uh, for MX2 and have a chat to him. But um, whilst Daniel goes and gets Cam, um, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on, man. That's and it's a cool story. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of people you want to thank if you want to give them a shout out right now. Uh, I was just like, <laughs> my wife, for one, for putting that with me. Let yeah, me, how did that go down? Let me do this. Oh, sh- she was cool with it? Well, sh- she knew because I told her every day. <laughs> she, she, I was... But like leaving a stable oh, business and you've got the kids and the family and then, hey, I want to go back she, racing. Like she, kn- she knew I wanted she She, uh, <laughs> she knew I was, like, <laughs> she knew the door would be open if she didn't let me race. You get what I mean? Like yeah. she, she knew it would be hell for her. Um, but 
you know, and, and but there's question marks on, you know, I was eating pies and drinking coke and smoking cigarettes sitting in the machine. And <laughs> so, like, you know, you go, I mean, so she might, you know, I think she had a little bit of doubt on me. Yeah. So, like, once well, I started were racing, you, um, she likes, Were you together when, when you were, before you had your band? Yeah, yeah band? well, well I, yeah, I got my band two days before I had my first son, so. Yeah, right. Yeah. Jeez, that would have been a roller coaster. Yeah, it was a roller coaster. Lots of highs and lows. I love a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. No, thanks, heaps. Matt Moss on the um, – sorry, guys. Matt Moss here on the AMX Superstores Motor Online Primex Preview Show on the Inside Dirt Network. Matt, really appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you. Thanks for your time. And uh, well, maybe we'll talk to you uh, Monday night after you uh, get on the box this yeah, weekend at Wontaggy. Yeah, baby steps. Maybe. We'll see. Championship in mind here. <laughs> thanks, All right, buddy. Thanks for your time. Much thanks, appreciated. Heaps. All right, guys, like we said here, um, Matt Moss, thanks for coming in on the uh, AMX Superstores Moto Online Primex preview show on the Inside uh, Network. And um, awesome to have Mossy on the show, man, chatting about his comeback and uh, chatting about MX1 and everything in between. Um, did we have a phone, anything phone lined up yet? No. Um, maybe let's do, uh, we'll get Camo on in just a second. Text Gobert and say we're going to bring him on in just a second. As well, just having a bit of a downtime, guys, while we switch out the live guests. And then we're going to talk about MX2 and, and a little bit about MX3 um, coming up at Wonthaggy in the rest of the season. All right, guys. Thanks a lot, Matt. Welcome, uh, Cam Taylor, to the show. How are we doing, Cam? Uh, spin it around, mate. That's it. All right, Cam. Thanks for coming on, mate. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thanks, Joe. Um... Good, you know, obviously, you you racing 125 Cup this weekend, right? Again, I'm racing again. Again? Yes, again. How many are you years? Number one plates, I'm looking Ken? forward to commentary from you, Joe, telling me just how old I am. <laughs> how It's amazing I can still ride a bike at my age, you know? You know I like to, I like to. He's actually getting the handguards. I love that. That is the privateer of Matt Moss this year. He just picked up a set of handguards from, uh, from AMX Superstores. Hey, guys, if, if Matt Moss can come by stock here. It's good enough for everybody. Um, I'm actually, I'm not commentating this weekend. Um, Sorry, you're not. No, no. No, we all got dropped. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's right. <laughs> We've been thanks, usurped thanks by Thanks for bringing that crew. up, Cam. That was a really soft swap. <laughs> thanks, Kev. Thanks, Kev. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I going to say? You're, um, no, I like to talk smack because you're, you're a veteran. I, I talk smack on Pauly yeah. as well. Yes. Because you guys combine. There's a lot of years of uh, experience. I'm fine with it, mate. I, yeah. I still enjoy it. I still... I'm still competitive. Mm. I can still ride a bike half all right, but you know, my I'd, fit, I'd say it's more bad. than half all right. Half um, all right's a bit of an understatement. Yeah, but you, your base has been so, you know, you've just had that consistent base for so long. You well, know. I haven't, haven't, you know, apart from a few injuries here and there, I haven't stepped off the bike really. So I've never, never gone. I'm over it. You know, mm. people do walk away three or four years and they come back, and I haven't done that. So I just, you know, I have time off here and there, but I just I still enjoy it. I still enjoy. I'd probably go too fast. I'd probably try too hard considering I'm with a family and everything I've got now, but... Yeah, yep. it's a balancing act. Yep. But you know what? It's kind of... Um, not not that this show's about me or you or anything, but um, I, like, now I've got my kids and everything, Like I'm going to go race some vet stuff this year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It kind of gets you motivated to like... Well, number one, you need a stress reliever because yeah. it's hectic. Absolutely. <laughs> but number two, um, I don't know. Like I kind of... Grayson's old enough now, my boy, to see me... You know, yeah. like he knows what's going on. He's three, so I'm like, it kind of you want to see your kids 
yeah. watch you try hard and, you know, put it all out there. Um, yeah, you set an example, haven't you? You're yeah. We've got my two boys here tonight doing this podcast and they really enjoy, they enjoy riding bikes and they enjoy, it. I ride, race might race three, four times a year and they like to watch and yeah. cheer me on and, and when you get in and they get pumped up for you, it's it's pretty cool feelings. So it is, yeah. like that family vibe. Are you going to race Vic, uh, Vic uh, Vets this year? Ah, uh, probably not. Okay, that's no, cool. I, I think... Can you, please? <laughs> just to race <laughs> <clean> him out. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It just comes down to how much between... Well, if there's one at Rosebud, I know you'll probably end up there. Yeah, probably end up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, but, that's but between the one to five cup, maybe the vets up in Queensland, and and my duties for my Yamaha Junior Racing. That's right. Team, you still do that. It's you know. Then next thing you know, you got ten weekends gone just like that. So you yeah, know, it's only got so many weekends to hang around dirt bikes. Um, no, it's true. Like you said, it gets out of hand real quick once you start committing those weekends. But um, did you text Gobert? Tell him we'll call him in like five. Okay. So we're going to bring Alex Gober on from Moto Online in a minute, and we'll just have a bit of a chat. Yep. Um, Moto Online are partnered with us for the show and, and helping us out with the distribution deal. Um, Joel Evans about 20 minutes away. Oh, Evans, is yeah, he made it. Yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, nothing from Eddie? <laughs> this, is, this is how we're – basically um, – a lot of interstate guys were coming through as guests, and yep. Evan's got a flat tire. I think Maddie's flight got delayed or something. And Mossy, I didn't even know Mossy was coming on until about two hours ago, and, and yep. we got that done. But um, so, you know, Cam, obviously, before we chat about the 125 Cup, um, what's, I guess I'll pick your brain. You know, you've been around, <laughs> you've been around a long time, oh, wow. a, lot yeah. of, <laughs> a lot of experience. Um, when was your last pro title? 20 my last pro title was 08 was it uh, 2005 05 okay yep yep um sports changed a lot since then yep um and now it's it's changing into a new era with um you know with with ma taking on with prime x and, and and moving the sport into this new part of of national motocross um what's your thoughts about where everyone's at well i think it needed a change it definitely needed a change like it was I'm, I feel very blessed to have raced when I did because yep. the sport, sport was in a far better, healthier place. Time, place than that. I think as a rider trying to make a living out of it, which I did for many years, it was far easier. Far more people could make a living. Like at the moment, I think there's probably a couple of people making a living and that's about it. Mm. You know, back then, we, we raced for prize money. and The sport has changed an awful lot even in the yeah. last year and a half since you know the the, the down the, the COVID, the COVID yeah. hit mm. I don't think it's a reflection of the industry's health because sales of everything are through the roof but I, I have a theory and we're getting off topic a little bit here but you know like say my agency now that we run it's, it's digital marketing is what we do and I think a lot of brands are struggling to see a return when it comes to racing as far as like spending marketing dollars yes that's the reality of it. And I don't think you can put that on any promoter or any series, but it's it's not easy to raise the revenue that you used to be able to. Now, the sport's back on TV now, and there's some things that are changing with the new series, and hopefully that might change things. But it, it's a tough sell. And um, like you said, you coming from the glory era of like what the mid-90s to the mid-2000s mm-hmm. when you were doing a lot of your winning and, yep. and, and you know, Supercross Masters and everything was on, right? Um Different era, but uh, it's it's definitely a lot of a tougher climate now for these kids. Ah, uh, much. It's, I think it's, it's still it's a sport. We all do it because we love it. That's why we got into it. And you know, there's also those people who think they want to make a career out of it down the track. And yep. it's geez, that's a tough gig now to think about doing it that way. My kid's going to maybe make a career out of this. You know, obviously it can happen, but geez, it's tougher than ever. You know. Yeah. I mean, I used to race 
at least 20 supercrosses a year mm. back you know back in the day and that's what it, but nowadays you're lucky to race four or five and it's just it's just so different you know yeah it's um uh, the the racing the, the regional racing the opens the two dayers everything it, yeah. it's it's gone to, to nothing really but you know participation is a big thing with that because everyone goes and rides on the weekends but they don't race anymore you but know i was at the junior vicks last week for my junior ju- uh, junior yamaha duties and Pretty good entries. I thought yeah. it, was, it was good. It was really good. I mean, it's geez, we haven't been at a Vic since Portland last year, which is about when it all got shut down. Well, it was pretty much yeah. just before that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you're right. It, I think, and I mean, look at the entries. You know, we'll go through the entries in just a second for MX2, MX2, MX3 are oversold. So they've yeah. got there's there's riders that aren't going to qualify, and they've got riders on the reserve list. Excellent. Um, which yeah. is great. So, um, yeah, we'll get we'll get Alex Gobert on from Auto Online now, Cam, and obviously you know Alex. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll have a break. Bit of a quick chat with him about things, and then uh, we'll probably go through and and run through the uh, MX2 and MX3 entries. You've got one of your youngsters racing MX3, right, Patrick Martin? Patrick Martin, rest, yes, yep. um, and then MX3 as well. So um, Liam Andrews as well. Oh, Liam, which yeah. is not my rider anymore, but he certainly come through my junior junior system, I guess. Yeah, Liam was one of your guys for a yeah, few years, and he wasn't was he? a really really good rider. He's had a bit of a tough go, but since he's first year, a few injuries hit his head. Few other injuries, and last year was a ride off for everyone. So I'm really looking forward to see if he can do something this uh, year. He's a good kid, good family. But uh, we're going to bring Alex Gobert on from Moto Online. Alex, thanks for coming on, mate. How are you, Joe? What's happening? Good to be on. I've got Cam Taylor with me. We're just uh, chewing the fat on the new series. We thought it was uh, a good time to uh, bring you on and, and do some bench racing. Alex, how are you, mate? Yeah, Cam. What's happening? Really excited to be here. It's uh, you know kind of hard to believe that we're only a couple of days out now from round one of the new Pro MX series. So yeah, super exciting time and, and yeah, really good to see what you guys are up to as well. Yeah, well, um, you know, obviously uh, everyone's seen by now, but this is, um, you know, the AMX Superstores Moto Online at Pro MX show and, um, you know, thanks for uh, for helping us out and then jumping on board to be a partner with this one. Alex, really appreciate it. Yeah, I think it's uh, from our perspective, you know, to see what you guys have done over the, you know, over a number of years now to to be able to help out and share the show through, you know, distribute it through our reach and the website itself, obviously, and then the social media and, and kind of get behind the sport collectively. I think that's really important, you know, as one between us, the teams, the, the industry, and obviously Motorcycling Australia. I think it's really important that we you know, really try to, to leverage the opportunity at hand and, you know, like I said, make the most of what's happening right now because it's a uh, pivotal time in the sport, but a really good one as well. Yeah, and, um, you know, Cam, Cam and I were just talking about that. I asked his opinion about, you know, where he thinks the sport's at. It's gone through this transition period over the last 18 months of no racing and, and now we're going racing with Prime X. So, you know, for yourself, um, you know, you're heavily involved in, in the national motocross racing side of things with manufacturers brands your publication everything in between um you know what what are your thoughts and, and you and cam could probably bounce off each other a little bit on this like you've been in the game a long time probably not as long as cam <laughs> but um <laughs> not quite but uh, obviously you have you know a lot of experience when it comes to the, the highs and lows the you know the cycles in the sport whatever you want to call it um you know where where do you think the sport's at what what are your opinions heading into this year and uh and where do you think it's going to go? Well, I think a lot of the, the talk has been about the off-track stuff, you know, the, 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 all the things that MA has been implementing in the lead-up. You know, it's been a, such a long time since we've gone racing. So 
all of the talk, all of the focus has been on where's the sport going, what's next, and you know we've seen the Penrod announcements, the AMX announcement, and then you know the the television package and everything. So for me, what I'm kind of experiencing in the sport is the the perception is up. Everybody seems pumped on what's happening. You know, it's it's great to see the run that that WEM had for over 20 years, but but this change seems to have you know, just spark the interest of those key people in the industry. And, you know, what I'm kind of seeing from that is, you know, people are asking questions there. The marketing managers are more actively involved and curious about the sport. And and what that really means and what it comes down to is they're going to have more confidence to invest in the sport locally. And and on top of that, the, te- the television aspect, you know, I think the opportunity for the fans and, and the people out there to see these guys, the best in Australia and some of the best in the world go head to head, you know, across all eight rounds, you know, that's just an opportunity for, for everybody to work from. And, you know, you guys, I'm not sure if you've mentioned it, but that the whole pandemic and the bike sales and the market itself is, you know, surprisingly strong. So yeah, let, let's see what's ahead. I'm excited. What about for you, Cam? How, how are you seeing it? I'm a lot the same as far as uh, I think it's just, it's just created so much new interest I think just because it's just uh, it's been so long with Kevin and Kevin has done a great job but I think the sport needed some new interest you know and I think (laughs) (laughs) Cam's little guy's giving him a tug on the shoulder (laughs) yeah I think you know I think MA at times have been a bit of a scapegoat people use me as a scapegoat MA aren't doing this MA aren't doing that for the sport but I think look they've really stepped up Kevin walked away MA stepped up massively at this stage and it looks to me, it's like a, the TV plan and, and, and everyone's excited to see because I guess we've also missed a year of racing as well. Everyone's really excited to see who's going to do the winning and who's, you know, how these classes are going to work out. The MX3 class, a new one as well. I think it's mm. good to introduce those last year of juniors into that senior racing as well, which is a fantastic idea. Yeah, I, I think for sure the, the, the general feeling is really positive. I mean, it's always quite positive at the start of the season, but you know, when when we're talking what Coolum was August, the beginning of August two thousand and nineteen, that that Todd Waters and Wilson Todd and Regan Duffy a long time won the now, last outdoor <laughs> championships. Yeah, such a long time ago. So I'm just doing the math then, like that's you know, the 18. best part of eighteen months, right? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so it's such a long time and, and you know, if anything though, like I'm just super excited about the action on track because the KTM groups back, you know, single rider teams for the MX1, you know, across KTM, Gas Gas and Husqvarna. But then also you've got the the Honda team and uh, Yamaha obviously doing great things as always across the board and, and such a diverse mix of riders. So, you know, that's what I've really turned my attention to is just how competitive this season's going to be on the track. Um, we saw, Alex, you, uh, there was a... Um Industry insights or picks, or I can't remember the name of the title of the article, but it went out today. Um, I wasn't. Yeah, Donnell actually wanted to ask why he wasn't consulted for an expert pick. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Joe's the face. Joe's the face. That's that's what it is. Keyword I, expert. I wouldn't. Say, <laughs> well, I must be a super expert then, or a double expert in there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sure. We'll run with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. You know, um, obviously, I, I put my you know my insights into that expert column, <laughs> but you know there was a lot of you know yourself. You had some insights in there, Alex, about who who the picks are. So I'll put um, you and Cam on the spot. Cam, you can go first. Um, 
top three MX1 for the weekend and then for the season? Let, let's hear it. Uh, weekend, um, top three, don't know by order, but Todd Waters, yep. Clout. Um, third one. Um, my, his name is, I've completely forgot his name. Join a blank. Join a blank. Um, Honda, not Metcalf. Gibbs. Gibbs. Yep. Gibbs. That's the other one. That's pretty poor of me right there because Gibbs is a good dude. But anyway, um, um, you did put him on the spot, mate. Yeah, I did. You've got that yeah. old man That's brain. I, I was going to make a setting <laughs> My brain's fried. I worked last night, mate. It's all right. I was going to make a joke there, but uh, I thought I'd give you a, a, a space. And then championship. Who's your top three? Those, those top three. Again? Yep. Both. Yep. I think they've... I mean, Metcalf, maybe. I don't know. Metcalf's... I haven't seen anything... Cons- enough consistency over the last few... I mean, it's amazing who he is, where he's been, but... He just wasn't, hasn't been able to put it up the front yeah. enough, you know. I think, in my opinion, it's set up and comfort, being comfortable yep. for many. Um, he's always seems to be searching with suspension going overseas to stay yep. testing with KYB. Yep. Alex, um, MX3, uh, sorry, MX1 top three this weekend. And, um, you know, you can read Alex's insights on motoonline.com.au, uh, but also let's hear him right now, Alex. You're a top three for the weekend and for MX1 as a whole. Yeah, so I'm going to to go the same for the uh, you know championship and the round. You know, I think Todd Waters. Until we see that he can be beaten, he's the he's the defending champion. So I think he deserves to be you know the number one pick. And we've seen how strong he's been in the you know, various preseason races or you know the, the past year really when he's turned up on track. Um, Luke Clout, I think he's going to be number two. I think he's going to take it down, down to the wire just like we saw last time. And you know I've ended up putting Matt Moss in the third. You know I think. We're going to see fireworks from him throughout the season. I know he was just on the show just then in store, so that was pretty cool. Um, he had a little bit of a, a, a star in his eye too. Like he's, he's got that chip. He's got yeah, big chip sitting there. He's, he's, he's ready to prove. Like every time I brought up another rider, you see him just sort of biting his tongue. Like I should have had that ride. I can beat that guy. Like it's still yeah. there. He knows he can do it. And that's massive. He's massive belief in himself. Mm. Whether other people still got it or not, but he's got it, and that's the most important thing. So he will put. He'll end up upside down if he doesn't win, you know what I mean? That's how hard he's going to push it oh, to, to make sure. sure he wins, you know? Yeah, I think you're on the money there, Alex. He's going to be up front. What I kind of think about, I said it the other day in a podcast that we do on Moto Online uh, that will go out tomorrow, but basically what I said is this MA, the live stream that goes all day long, that's, you know, thankfully for the, for the fans, that's free of charge to watch. But if this was pay-per-view or if we were selling subscriptions, you know, I think Matt Moss would be the guy selling all the tickets. So, you know, the the <laughs> hype that he brings, the motivation and that desire, I think that's, um, you know, it, it's so good to see. It's, you know, it won't be easy though, like four years or so off the bike, longer than that even at this point, you know, going up against guys like Clout, you know, uh, you know, Regan Duffy, all these new guys, you know, that we're seeing and, and Todd Waters at the best of his form. So it's going to be wide open in, in a lot of respects and yeah it's hard to narrow it down to just three I think my only concern with Moss's program and I, I didn't want to bring this up on the air because it's, I didn't want to you know say but it is like you got like Alex he, he dipped out from doing the show and went behind us and picked up some handguards for the weekend like it's full privateer spec and I think he's only got the one bike I'm not sure but you know how hard Mossy is on the bike and I just don't know if, like, the mechanical side of, of his program is going to be able to hold out to what he's going to do to that bike. It's on Yamaha, mate. I mean, I'm not talking about on Blue Crew at all. <laughs> he, he did this time when he just got <laughs> his new race bike. Lot, you're oh, talking a lot of yep. smack for a guy riding a Suzuki. 
Hey, and nothing wrong with my RMR. Well, just keep <laughs> kicking it, mate. You'll be right. No about it. We, we did see the other week in Queensland, I think it was, up at Kingaroy Moss, uh, travelled up there, and then he had that crash in practice for qualifying and yeah. Yeah. had to sit out the round. So, yeah, you're right. The resources just aren't there. And, you know, it, it's not one to intimidate Matt Moss when you when you talk factory teams and he knows the ins and outs. He knows they're not always as, as special as they may seem on the outside. But then again, you know, the... This KTM group, they seem so polished in a lot of things they do. I know they're still building and, and we all know the power that CDR Yamaha has, the how refined that structure is and not to mention the Honda guys as well. You know, the Medi, Gibbs, more of the veteran type guys. But, you know, I think especially Gibbs, he's got something to prove. He wasn't really overly happy the way that it went, that he went out of the CDR team, you know, replaced by Luke Clout. So... You know, they've all got their own little points to prove, and I think we forget that over the course of, you know, the past 18 or so months. Yeah. And, and so how is – I haven't really heard much reports. How has Gibbs gelled with that Honda? Have you have you heard anything? Uh, he looks good. I mean, I've, uh, from what – the preseason races seem a little hard to go off, you know. Um, like he did the sunny state. I think he just he blew out a wheel in one motor. Him and Todd Waters were battling in another. Alex, like, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that was the gist of it. But, I mean – it's the thing, whether it's Mossy, whether it's Gibbsy, whether it's Waters. I mean, those guys have been racing each other for so long. They came through juniors together. Like, yep. it's very... I mean, I know Gibbsy was originally from SA and he's relocated to Queensland, but, um, you know, it would have been the same in your era. You came through with that group of guys and I'm sure that if... Whether they kept going to where you are now, you'd still be battling, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think he'll be right in that pack. I don't... Alex, correct me if I, you think I'm wrong here, but I don't think Gibbs is going to have like the raw speed of a Duffy or a Clout anymore. Um, but he'll definitely be a podium guy. Yeah, I, I and I don't. I'm not really sure that he ever did have that outright blazing speed. But you know, he he said in an interview this week that he knew, you know, he had a couple of rough years. I don't think things went to plan for him like he would have wanted to at at CDR in 2019, but. At the same time, when you look at New Zealand last year, he won the championship there and he felt as though he was, you know, he was in the mix for a good season ahead when he got back. He, he said he didn't know if that would be enough to win the title, obviously, but since then, again, since he's gone to Honda, he's, you know, he, he's kind of pushed the reset button, I think, gotten a new lease on life. And I think Todd Waters would be similar in that front. One thing I wanted to kind of mention to you guys was one of the trends that I'm kind of seeing is Gibbs being based up there in, you know, Queensland. He's aligned with, with MXRP, you know, he's got that little alignment going on. So he's working closely, even though he's so far from the team. You know, I think we're seeing similar, I think it's with Todd Waters and, and MPE and obviously the T-Dub garage that he has. And, and some of the guys, I think Regan Duffy at KTM might be with choice suspension. So we're kind of seeing these little you know, just little partnerships emerge. The factory teams aren't what, you know, they probably once were probably in Cam's day, but, you know, they're, we're seeing the evolution of what Australian racing is and, and Gibbs for sure. When I spoke to him, that MXRP who, who Dan was involved in for Dale's title run in, in 2012 in the MX2 with Honda, you know, they've kind of united. And, and so that kind of thing I think can make a difference as well. Or, oh. And I think maybe, Cam, you can give some context to this because I feel like 
if you look back at where the sport was, maybe when you were in the 90s or the, the, the late 90s, 2000s, early 2000s eras, like before the big semi trucks came in, before all that, it was, you know, Alex, maybe I'm wrong here, but I kind of see this trend is that it seems like the manufacturers are kind of breaking off budgets for guys now to run their own program again. Like, sure, they might be under a semi on the weekend, but, you know, Cam, like I know you, you said you used to race 20 supercrosses a year, regional, national, whatever. You'd be in a high ace or a box van or whatever. Yeah, it's and, very, very different, yeah. You know, when you were on O'Neill Honda, I'm sure you were trekking across the country and just doing your thing, and uh, they were giving you a budget or parts or whatever it was. O'Neill right? Honda's when it started to be more, more official. like we see now. The unit okay. truck, we flew to the races, has a mechanic, all that sort of stuff. Right. Suzuki before that, a couple of years, that was in a high ace with a trailer. Right. It was still driving, a bit of flying. Before that, was I was a factory Honda rider in a high ace. Yep. Here's five grand, here's some parts, go race. Yeah. That, that was your, you know, so that's a long way since then. But I think one thing now, these 450s, they are that, the bikes are that good. Yeah. We don't need to find horsepower out of them like, at all. No. You know, you just fine tune, you get the thing turning properly and obviously handling properly and, and make it, make sure the thing's going to last you, you know, it's going to, it's not going to let you down. And I think that's what I'm talking about Moss before, but I think, if you've got someone he believes in, which I'm sure he does with the suspension side of it, with the setup, I think he'd be right because he's like I said, sort of guy. He probably believes that he's got the best person to do his bikes. So you know what I mean. True. Like yeah. I mean, and they have that relationship where I mean, I'm sure you've been on teams, Cam, over the years. There's so many teams where it's like, no, this is our suspension guy. Yeah. And oh, you, yeah. you've ran another suspension guy for the last however many years, and then maybe you don't gel with that guy. Maybe you don't gel with the motor guy. And yeah, I, I think you're right, Alex. Like I, I do like that concept of giving independence to a rider to run their own program a little bit and they're still under the banner because i mean realistically there's no benefit to kdm group having a suspension partner unless obviously they're on wp so it's got to be a wp tech or whatever but um for the most part the team doesn't benefit from it so you know maybe they save a tiny bit if someone wants to split i don't feel like a factory team wants anyone just anyone sponsoring the team to be a suspension technician to promote their brand because they've got to be the par of the riders in the team yeah, as long as that whoever that person is aligned with has credentials and credentials, and they're yeah. putting that the bike in its best place it can be, you know. So, mm. um, Alex, uh, the the water situation just quickly it it's almost gone to a whole another step because the Husqvarna, I think it was like just twenty minutes ago, literally during the show, they released the first look at the the bike that Waters will be racing in two thousand and twenty one, and and you see the familiar the familiar. MPE that that Todd works with. He's got got the ODI bars. He's got his Maxxis tires. A lot of the similar partners that you know we would have seen him run last year when he was going to have his own team. So that's the amount of flexibility that the MX1 champ is bringing in. They obviously trust in his program and and what he's bringing. So yeah, the the extent of that is you know that's far different. And and this is the first time we've actually had an in-house Husqvarna factory team, so not outsourced as such. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting model, and, and Todd, he's obviously gained that ability to have the flexibility and do the AORC program, do the Moto program, and I mean, when you think about it, Cam, he's probably, you know, he's going to race a lot more than anybody else this year, and that's kind of how you guys used to do it. Yeah, well, doing eight races, that's not enough. No. It's not enough to make a living. It's not enough to keep yourself Sharp where, you should, where you need yeah. to be. So if you can diversify a bit and do a bit of off-road, and, and, and obviously the motocross, he doesn't do supercross anymore. So, actually, well, he's going to do 15 races. Wow. It's you know still I mean? not, it's yeah. It's still not much, still really. Not much. I mean, yeah. Ali, I, I thought, 
off the... I mean, I think COVID had something to play with it, right? But you see that he went out... He didn't win the first round of AORC last year, but he was, I believe, on the podium. Um, and you look at, okay, he's getting, you know, contingency for, for, for motocross and for off-road. I thought you would have seen a few other motocross guys go, huh, maybe this is a way for me to make more money, race more, and... and and combine my own program, but it doesn't look like anybody else is trying it. Yeah, well, last year, Waters was going to do the, you know, we all called it the double, but he was actually going to do the, the triple if you considered Supercross. So he was all in. I think that was kind of a, you know, a bit of an offshoot of running his own team following the, the collapse, I guess you could say, of DPH. But this year, he's doing just the ALRC and the, the Pro MX series. So, it was surprising not to see, as you said, more guys kind of do the double. But then again, the teams aren't really structured to do so, you know, aside from that KTM group. So True. you look at the gas gas, there's Aaron Tanty and, and Mason Simmons is the off-road guy. The Husqvarna is Waters on both. You know, and then the, the KTM is, is obviously Regan Duffy and then Daniel Milner, the, the champ. So Waters is in a really unique situation because if you're CDR Yamaha, you know, it's not a natural, you know, it wouldn't be natural for Luke Clout or Hayden Melros to go over onto the the Yamaha shop, you know, factory team in the in the off road. So one thing that I last year I think Stike was going to do the reverse and come back to motocross, but yeah, he was going to do that's uh, planned. Yeah, yeah, he was is that doing planned again or no? Nah? No, nah, I haven't heard anything, no. but he's someone that could do it. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he could be competitive at MX2. But Alex, if you got nowhere to be, do you want to stay on the line while we go through MX2, or do you have to jump off? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. All right, well, let's look at the MX2 lineup because to me, this is one of the more interesting classes. We've got uh, Ricky Latimer, um, Alex Larwood, Jay Wilson, James Davison, uh, Jesse Bissop, Brandon Steele, Jesse Dobson, Shane Mason, Reese Budd, George Knight, Chandler Burns, Zane Dorrell, Noah Ferguson, Liam Andrews, Levi Rogers, Aaron Mason, Mackenzie O'Bree, Jai Constantino, Hugh McKay, Brock Ninez, Caleb Goulet, Jack O'Callaghan, Michael Skinner, Royce Anel, Ethan Ashmore is a big group of Vic privateers there, Cam. Big ones, yeah. Dylan Wills, um, Eden Farley, Jordan Holt, Kyle Webster, Jai Roberts. Um, geez, there's a lot of riders in this class. Jaden Bowden, Xavier Serafin, Ashley Shearing, Isaac Ferguson, Corey Mahone, um, Jackson Rayner, Emma Molesovic, Tommy Ravenhorst, Wilson, Agrena Daish, Nato Crawford, Riley Fusco, Blake Bardell, Oliver Marchand, Tyler Darby, William Frost, Ty Jones, and Jace Cosford. So I think there's 48 in MX2. The class is sold out uh, with reserves. And um, so they have to qualify. Is that work? So there's eight miss out. There eight race? miss out. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, no Wilson Todd after. No, so I, I actually Manta. I messaged Wilson Todd um, after. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, Alex. He put up a bunch of a couple posts about. Um, Wasn't he riding Empire team? Well, no. he was saying he was going to rock up to round one before he went back to Europe for MXGPs. Ty, Ty said he had a bike for him. Yeah, go. and I, I messaged him the other day. I said, hey, are you just talking smack or are you actually um, – I love it. Joe Evans is in the house. Another private series is picking up grips yeah. from AMX. Superstores, Matt Moss before is picking up uh, handguards. <laughs> Got to love it. Um, we'll get Joel on in just a minute. I want to hear the story of the road trip. But um, sorry, let's get back to the, uh, to the conversation. Yeah, so Wilbur's running – yeah. yeah, a little bit of social smack. Yeah, and the number one's going to turn up. So I Instagrammed him on the DMs. I said, "Hey, are you actually are you racing? Because we probably need to talk about this. If you are, he said, "No, I'm just talking smack." So um, ah, that's about. I was looking forward to seeing. Do, do we know? Um, I know Kawasaki 
you know, the Empire team, they've got Jaden Rikers on the 450. We haven't heard anything about the 250 program. So From what I know, they're not going to have one of the new KX 250s at this opening round within the team anyway. Yeah, you guys I, I, have any info on that? or I do. I can't say. <laughs> I'm a bit the same, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah <laughs> there's. I'm, I don't know if you know, Alex, and you're in the same boat. There, there's someone, he won't be at round one. He, he might be an import. Yeah, I think that, that could be the word on the street. Um, but that that's roughly what it sounds like to me so far. And he's not American? <laughs> so it should have been a perfect opportunity for... Or Wilson Todd to come in, and I'm sure there was probably some some minor sponsorship sponsor clashes or something along the lines, or just a lack of prep. But yeah, how good would have that been to seen to to have an MX2 World Championship guy on the gates for the round one, and technically and, and the, have the number one plate? Yeah, yeah the defending champ te- on a technicality because of 2019. That's still his title. Um, but MX2 to me is interesting, Alex, and, and I'll put it to you as well, Cam. Like this class, I, I don't want to say it's not deep that's the wrong thing to say i think the star power might be lacking a little bit as opposed to years past with you know wilson he's in europe you know some of the other guys have now gone to mx1 um to me it comes down to probably kyle webster versus nathan crawford um webster Webster definitely yeah if he's bike he's out for it yep I mean, it's yeah. always been competitive. The mechanicals have been his issue before well, in years past. But that's the Hondas. It seems like they they take a lot of work to get them to where they need to be. And mm. does that mean do they run on the edge like that way? I'm not sure. Well, I mean, and it, unfortunately, like we'll bring up your Eve's team because that is the Honda team. But even you look at, at their problems in America right now, like they're having a few mechanical issues. And um, if if you even met he come past, I'd like to pick his brain on on what on what that is at the moment. But like you said, I guess getting those bikes to be competitive with a blue crew motor, I mean, those 250s are so good out of the box. They are amazing bike out of the box. And they, I mean, obviously these guys, Serco make them way quicker than they are, but they just got such a good base mm. and it's, it's, it's such an easy thing for a... Well, that's one you have to factor in too is the other Serco rider. With yeah, I, I think Jesse... Jesse taking his... Well, really, it's his first crack at MX2. If he stays healthy, it will be... He has a shot. I mean, it's it's a tough one with Jesse. I think the speed's there, the consistency and, and the maturity maybe mm. mentally. It, it could. It seems to be where he's come unstuck before, the injuries and, and the experience. But um, where's your picks at for this class, Alex, in MX2? Like, um, let's go with the, the, you know, who do you think is going to be battling for the title? Yeah, I think it's going to be. I think Webster, after seeing what he's done over the past few years and, you know, he this time around he's on the the official factory team before he was on the CRF team but now he's you know in house with with Uribe but he's my favorite I think it's hard to look past him you know but outside of that as you said Joe you know to your point Nathan Crawford he's coming back from the world championship um Jesse Dobson we just don't know like we want to see what he can do we've seen him have so many opportunities usually on 450s and and but then again, he's had some really low points where he's had to claw his way back. So it yeah, doesn't I mean, he was get full privateer in Yamaha. 2019, he was a full privateer. So um, like legit out yeah, of the, yeah. out of the high and, ace. Um, look, I think there's a few guys that are going to pop up. I think Alex Larwood is going to really surprise that. a lot of people. I, I think Alex, I've seen him a lot with my junior stuff that I do, and he gets good starts all the time. Yeah, he's on a good bike. A good bike, and he. Just doesn't not make too many mistakes, you know. I think he'll be, he'll get consistently 
not consistently, but he'll be in the top five consistently and he'll get some podiums. You know, I think he will. Um, and, and the one thing I've noticed with Alex Cam is a lot of uh, what, you know, you're a long time coach. I, I don't coach as much anymore, but I've been around a long time with that as well. You look at the kids that when they go to the next class, they win in that first year in the, yeah. in that next age group. Yeah. And Alex was always that kid. As soon as he went up, he was competitive like right away and he's he's actually skipped MX3 now to go to MX2. I didn't realise that until I was looking at the list. Yeah. I thought he was a shoe in for the MX3 but MX2, well, I still think he'd be... But that's what I mean. Like, yeah. you got to think if he was in MX, the MX3 last year, yeah. he would have been up front oh, and, absolutely, yeah. and, and now you think, well, his trajectory, the way his career went, he should be up front again in MX2 this year. So, um, I think him and also I'm looking for... Um, Noah Ferguson, I think, will surprise some people. That kid's got a lot of speed. And I think Levi Rogers is going to surprise some people too. I think. He's Sorry, I tuned out for a minute. What about Jay Wilson? Ooh, is yeah, he not on the yeah. entry list? Yeah, no, he's there. I was going to say, Jay's... He's one you can't factor he out. He can go and just smash everyone, but then he can get seventh. So, I don't I don't know with Jay. Like, he's, so he can be the quickest Wilson, guy. Or, yeah. Wilson was third in the, the 2009, 2019 championship. We obviously saw him win his lone outdoor title in 2015, which, you know, that's some time ago now, but also in that Yamalu Yamaha team, the, the in-house team, Scott Bishop and, and Mike Ward and those guys is Reese Budd now as well. So they've got a three-rider team with Wilson, Budd and Levi Rogers. And then, yeah, as you guys were saying, the WBR is, is Larwood and Liam Andrews. So curious to me that Yamaha's basically pulled out of the MX3, which was formerly the MXD class, their young guys have gone straight into the uh, into the MX2, and and on top of that, we've seen guys like Maximus Purvis, the the New Zealand MX2 champion, he's gone straight to the to the MX1 class. So I yeah, mean, so plenty to play for with those guys, that's for sure. And could it be that the the top Yamaha basically, it's really Yamaha up against Carl Webster when you think of the championship yeah, and all you, the talk out there. You run through that list. I mean, I don't know, Cam, if you can offer some insights strategic-wise from Yamaha, but I, I kind of think maybe with the MX3 class restructuring the age group, you're going to see the Yamaha junior guys step into that class. Yeah, absolutely. And yep. then it gives the Yamaha the opportunity to bring their younger guys into the pro ranks sooner as well. Well, I think it's a great opportunity. They're riding on national-level tracks, mm. national not just national level, but they get to ride them when they're beat up, they're rough, and see how they handle, see how these kids handle the, the the big show. Yeah, it is a great initiative, and I think it's um, I think it's going to be a double edged sword. I think you're going to see some juniors really get their wigs blown off and, yeah. and go, okay, this probably isn't what I want to be doing. But um, on the on the flip side, it really you know the junior cup and all those classes were always at um, the MX nationals in the past, but it's probably different having them in with the MX. MXD, which is now the MX3 guys yep. collectively. Um, what's your thoughts on that initiative as a whole, Alex? You, you know, where, where you stand with that? Yeah, to me, it's really one. You know, I think the age group getting them into this level of competition, you know, at a younger age, that's going to to help them progress in their careers more quickly. I think we've seen some of the times more recently. You know, if you don't go to Europe soon and, and get there early, you know, we're seeing Nathan Crawford, uh, he'll age out of the MX2 class. So if he's going to get back to Europe at any time soon, he's going to have to prove himself here probably on an MX1 bike and then head, head over similar to what Mitch Evans did. Um, 
So yeah, any time you can fast forward that development, I think it's good. I think it's, you know, in some ways we say Yamaha's pulled their, their factory team support out of their MX3 class. But as you said, you know, we expect the, the YJR kids to be in there. And yeah, you know, I, I think that the, the platform and the funnel to get kids overseas sooner, that's what we're seeing globally in road racing and the path to MotoGP and everything. And, and MA is obviously across that from so many levels with, with ASBK. I think we're seeing a bit of that to get these guys to Europe sooner if they're good enough. Yeah, that, and that is interesting. You know, you look at Malkowitz and, and Nathan Crawford coming back who were teammates on, on Honda 114 Motorsports and MXGP last year. And, you know, it, Duffy has his own plan with timing. He's a bit younger. He's still only 18, I believe, and in MX1. So he's probably on a different trajectory to your average guy that's trying to go to Europe. But, mm. you know, even Wilson Todd, uh, I think Wilson's got to be 21 or 22 at this point. Jed's on his last year. Yeah, Jed's on his last year. So that 23-year-old time uh, limit for MX2, I mean, it's a shame to say, but like Nathan or Bailey, like if they wanted to go back to MXGP now, they're probably going to have to buy a ride on a B-rate uh, MX1 mm. team or they're not even going to go back. Like that's yeah. the way the sport's, you know, structured over there. So I agree. Like really, you, you've got to be over there to have three or four years in MX2 to have a shot at making it into an MX1 ride. 17-year-old, really, don't you? You head over there then at that age. and I mean, Mitch Evans is another exemption to that rule. Yeah. He just really, you know, caught, caught HRC Honda's eye. So I guess there's no one-size-fits-all, right, Alex? But it's um, the sport's in an interesting place with – there's a real pipeline to Europe, it seems like, a little bit from Australia again in, in recent years. You know, Wilson's over there, Bailey and – and NATO were over there last season. Um, you know, the Lawrence brothers, like, yeah. it's like Australia's back on the map and Duffy's a big hope for international success with with Australia again. But, um, yeah, I think you you're right. remember as well the, the the Jed Beaton story. He, as Jed as, as well. Cam said, he's aging out of, the, out of the MX2 class at the end of this year in the World Championship. But, you know, he won his Australian Championship he, he took the gamble and went to EM, EMX 250 and we all saw how that worked out. So what happened in his case was was he's essentially had a full MX2 career in the World Championship, gone that similar path that, you know, we saw you know, Hunter and, and, and Jet Lawrence, you know, start to do as well before they went to the US. One thing I wanted to touch on with you guys quickly with the MX2 class was KTM support, the KTM group support, they don't have the factory teams as such in the 250 class, but, but look at Jai Roberts on the KTM, Dylan Wills on the Husqvarna. He'll step up to the factory team for Supercross on the bike of Todd Waters, but then there's Noah Ferguson as well on the, on the Gas Gas. Those guys, from what I understand, they're not your conventional privateers, so they have immense support. I think it's financial support as well as obviously the, the technical side of it, but you know, those guys are in really, really good positions and they may not be in the semi. I think, uh, I think Wills, we'll see, we'll see him align with the race line guys. That's, that's going to be really helpful for him. But those guys have quite good support and, you know, they're under the radar. And, and Wills is injured as well, obviously, with the healing from a collarbone. Yeah, I think um, that that's an asset to those guys. And I think, it's such an expense to run a, an in-house team and have MX2, MX1, MX3 under that. Mm. I mean, geez, I've done it with with a team and running all three classes probably the worst mistake I ever even made. Even just but a manager, like you've got yeah. to, 
normally, you know, you follow your rides, you come back, you get sorted for the next, but you'd be constantly out there. Back with, and forth. Back and, out on the track watching your next riders and you're actually not trying to keep. And it gives those guys a low pressure environment, like you said, Alex, to uh, to, to kind of have support under the radar and, and it's a feeder system. Um, you know, I think Ferguson will, will, will factor in running up front. The kid's really fast and... Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. But hey, we are um, we're getting pretty late into the show here, Alex. So look, I'm probably going to uh, let you go here, and um, I'll probably do the same for Cam because we've got one more guest lined up. Um, Just before we go, with, oh, yeah, go ahead. Did we? Never mind. Disregards me. We're going to talk one two five. So we got Cam. Oh, true, Cam. Uh, before we let you go, Alex, as well. Yeah, one twenty five cups. So you got um, Mike's leader in from from the is states. That you too, is he? Yeah. Jeez, Dylan Long, Jack Simpson. Why is Longy doing it? He's yeah. on the entry list. Really? Okay. Yeah, I was speaking to Kale, Mike, and he was yeah. going to ride. Yeah. And he's that, the every man at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. Kale. Kale Hodge. Doing, vi- doing videos and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. coaching Axel Hodges. <laughs> doing like giveaways. Crossing rivers. <laughs> yeah. Waters. Oh, that, that was rough. He, yeah. His sister's getting married, so he actually tried to get out of it, but he couldn't get out of it. So <laughs> That's he, a tough sell. So, he's, so I think Dylan's riding his bike. So, right, um, right. Yeah, Jack um, Simpson's doing it as well. Yeah, he's yeah. been. I've seen him at the local tracks testing his bike out and gas gas. And um, hey, I'm, you reckon you got him covered, Cam? <laughs> oh. Don't know, mate. We'll see it. I know that I'm, one thing is normally a good track for me, but um, you've done a lot of laps at one. He was so simo as well. I am getting. To, I've been a bit. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie as well. All right, cool. Maddie's calling. Um, all right, Alex, it's getting hectic here, mate. But um, all right, guys, no worries. I appreciate you coming on. Obviously, this is the AMX Superstores at Moto Online Pro MX. Uh, it's going to be the recap show for the rest of the year, but right now it's the season preview show and um, on the Inside Dirt Network. Alex, thanks again for coming on, and uh, I'm looking forward to you helping uh, your audience uh, enjoy some content from us this year. Yeah, thank you, guys, and uh, have a good time. We'll see you down there. See you, Alex. We'll do, mate. You, thank you. All right, Cam. Well, hey, appreciate your time, man. Um, yeah, thanks, we're mate. probably going to, sounds like, not sure many might be coming through as well. It's about to get hectic here, but um, All right. I'll uh, see you on the weekend. Best thanks, of luck thank and uh, appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. All right. We will welcome uh, Mr. Privateer to Pro himself, <laughs> Joel Evans. Maybe give Maddie a text as well and see what's going on. Joel, how He's are you, mate? Maddie's about 25 minutes away. Mm. Yeah, we're going to... Well, Do you want to get him on the phone? They're going to close. See how we go. J- right. Just tell... I mean, we've got to close the doors here at eight, right? So, yeah, just tell him it'll probably run out of time. Unless Mark's cool with it. Ask, maybe ask him. i got a key. <laughs> True. <laughs> ask Mark real quick. See how we go. Sorry, Joel. What's going on, man? Not too much, mate. Been Good a minute. A lot of phone calls. Finally yeah. get to see you in person after like two years. Yeah, that's right. I was actually speaking to Michaela about that before. We've yeah. been chatting for a while now. Never actually met in person. So. No, we've met. Oh, that Maybe that one time Maitland where I called you out for missing my whole shot. Yeah, it's true. You did yeah. do that. Yeah, I did. Um, no, nah, I'm just going to talk some smack. I think we met, we chatted a bit before you hit your head too back in the day. You probably forgot about yeah, that. So yeah, I'll just probably. I'll just throw that one out there. But um, what was I going to say? Look, true, you know, privateer to pro, actually pretty good content for the YouTube channel. You getting a flat tire or blowing out your rim or whatever on the drive down. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, pretty funny too, actually. I was on the Gypsy Tales podcast earlier in the week and uh, told the story of 2018, how much of a mess we had coming down here. <laughs> yeah. We had flat tires and like broken down cars and stuff and, my sister messaged me and she's like, you're just trying to repeat that. So Yeah, just causing up yeah. some, some drama. But yeah. I was actually going to call you like Mr. Worldwide if you were going to co-host with me today because that was <laughs> the plan. I was like, you know, Gypsy Tales this week. Now you're on Inside Dirt, you know. Um, but but this is a cool story because I 
I mean, obviously being on Gypsy, that's a massive platform and, and Definitely. your YouTube channel, you know, you've been doing the hard yards, which we've talked about. For, for you guys uh, at, at home listening on, on the podcast or if you're watching now on the live stream, Joel Evans, uh, MX1 Privateer based out of Queensland, um, coming to you on AMX Superstores Moto Online Prime X uh, preview show. Um, Privateer to Pro is the YouTube series. Now, Joel's been smashing these out for the best part of, what, a year and a bit now? Yeah, I think it's about 14 months, something, yeah, so. And, like, you went through the 100 views, 200 views, yeah. you know, 500 views in a month, you cracked a 1,000, no racing going on, you're putting stuff out every week, and, and consistency is key. But now, all of a sudden, it's, like, 15,000 views an episode, yeah. and and now racing's coming in, and it's, like, all that groundwork that, that you did last year of building your personal brand and doing this YouTube stuff, it, it's really cool to see like I've noticed it just starting to explode in the last few weeks and people are it's like they've seen it enough and you've rammed it down their throat enough <laughs> that now they're they're engaging in it and they're going to start looking for it and I'm sure your subscribers have gone through the roof but um, it's cool to see man yeah yeah definitely like I said it's been it was the grind and we started with the low numbers and everything like that but um, I actually promised a bunch of people who were going to help me out and I ran the idea past them even yourself when I was talking about it, it's like um, I'm going to stick with it no matter what. I'm going to be consistent and keep doing it because it is a lot of work. But, um, yeah, it's worked out really good. And like you were saying, the 100 views, 200 views, we um, on YouTube, when you go through the stuff and check out your numbers, we're actually at last 28 days, we've had 79,000 views. So wow, there you go. Um, that's sort of our monthly views now, and we're um, going to hopefully keep man. growing it. So are you monetizing yet? Just started, yeah, not too long ago. Got yeah. that YouTube money. Yeah, I don't know about that. Each day we sort of look and it goes up a couple of dollars. But, I know. It's not, we'll, what, we'll people, it's not what people think, is it? But um, not, not quite. If you keep going with it, uh, like I said, Privateer to Pro, check it out on YouTube. Make sure you guys subscribe to it. Um, Joel is going to be putting out content from every every round of the series and everything in between. Honestly, I think the content away from the races is more interesting than the race content or, yeah, or yeah. you know, the lifestyle stuff. That's what people dig a lot on YouTube. Um, but yeah, it's cool to see, man. So look, the plan was <laughs> we were going to have you co-host this with me today yes. and, um, and we were going to run through and have some guests and, and it's changed a lot. We had Matt Moss on earlier. Yeah. Um, Cam Taylor came through, but, uh, obviously Joel, you're racing MX1, um, privateer spec doing your own deal. Uh, how's the preseason been going and, um, and, and how, how you've been traveling? Yeah. The preseason has been really good. I, um, it's probably the best preseason I've ever had, um, just because of this whole thing I'm doing, I am able to ride pretty well full-time. Mm. Um, it's just obviously the YouTube and the coaching I'm doing, it does take a lot of time as well, so I'm not able to ride quite as much as I'd like. But it's definitely been pretty good. I'm feeling fairly fit and strong at the moment. I spend a lot of time in the gym because I'm 65 kilos and not a big dude on a 450. Dude, that Kato looks like it rips <laughs> with you on it. Like, I watched your, your videos, and, and where were you riding the other day that was super tacky? You raced, um, sorry? Uh was it King Roy? Yeah, King Roy. And yeah. like, <laughs> just that thing, you twist it and yeah. it just goes. I was uh, actually joking with Jake Moss about that. He was uh, asking me, he's like, man, what do you got done to that thing? I just, like, I'm white. nothing. <laughs> I was like, I got suspension in it. So you're 65 kilos. I am. Yeah. Wow, and I'm dude. the heaviest I've ever been, actually. I did. I put on a couple of kilos for um, for the 450. So you could, you could ride yeah. 450 or the wise at 65 cup at Canberra. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I might do both. There you go. Yeah, damn, I got 30 kilos on you. It makes me feel uh, not too good. But um, no, that's cool. I mean, obviously, you're riding the KDM, which, you know, if we're being 
honest like i got no brand affiliations with the show like if you want to take a bike out of the box that's pretty much ready to go yeah it's, it's kdm it's yeah that's the 450 it was a part of the choice of going that way because I like KDM helps me out with the race plan. I'm mm-hmm. appreciative of that for sure, but it was still like I could choose whatever I want. Yeah. I didn't have a proper deal or anything, so um, I chose the KDM because they're just built so well. Even a clutch, for example, they um, the clutches on the KDM last for so long. Oh, they. And I mean, yeah. As far as privateer, like you want to talk about clutches as a part of your budget. You yeah. know, if you've got to put certain Japanese brands, you're putting them in every race, not every, not every gate drop, but if you're going to a race, you need a new clutch. Yeah. I was talking to a guy, I won't blow out the brand, but yeah. um, on a Japanese brand and he was saying that he can do one in a 30, no worries if he, if he isn't careful. Yeah. Like, I know the color that's, I mean, like, I, and again, no affiliations. I got an RMZ 450 that I ride personally. I own it. And no, you know, I've got 2003 RM 250 springs in it. I've got, you know, different things in the plates, but I have to be really mindful to stay off it because yep. otherwise I could do it in, in a day. It could it could fry. And it's like, I don't remember how much clutch is now because I try not to buy them, but <laughs> like three, four hundred bucks or three hundred yeah. bucks? It's around you know, the, like a Hinson clutch and, and thing kit. Is I like, know exactly how much clutches cost. Yeah, you would know. Yeah, one, two, five last. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that in itself, I mean, the, the hydro clutches and the KDMs, they don't fade. Yeah. They, they don't slip. They don't burn out. You know, well, you can, but you really got to go. It's 65 kilos. It's not happening. Yeah, yeah, that's right. As long as you're not swinging off the thing too hard, you'll you'll be pretty right. You'll be good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so obviously you've been traveling around racing the, the local Queensland stuff, and yep, it looks yep. like you've had some pretty good results. Yeah, definitely. I um I've been feeling pretty fast at them, honestly. Um, I've been qualifying well. I feel like raw speed on the 450 is really good. Um, it's just a, it takes a bit extra fitness. Um, and I've been I've never been someone who's ever faded in a moto. That's just not been my thing. Um. But I've definitely been feeling at the end of the motos lately, like especially on the sand tracks and stuff, that 450 throws me around a little bit. But um, we're getting closer and closer and I've definitely battled like with Gibbsy, um, Waters, like all the boys who have been up in racing the Queensland stuff. Um, it was actually really cool. Me and Gibbsy finished, I think it was like a 24-minute moto at King Ro- 24 minute motor at Kingaroy, like 0.3 of a second difference wow, sort of deal. there you go. Like um, right on him over the line, he, he got me, edged me out, but it was um, a cool race. So I'm definitely... Feeling probably the most confident I have coming in. Um, I know once you get to a national level, it's definitely different to the local races. Um, I'm not getting ahead of myself, but I have been feeling really good. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's just experience. Like, those guys have a lot of experience, and you're still relatively young, right? Like, how old are you? 26. So, in, in moto terms, uh, yeah, you're still young, you know, yeah. especially in MX1. Like, those guys are, you know, Cloud is probably the youngest in that elite group of MX1, and he'd be similar age to you. I think he's the same age, maybe. Yeah. Had older or younger. Everybody sure. else is in their thirties. You know, Waters, yeah. Gibbs, um, Meddy. Um, I mean, Duffy. He's the other end of the scale. He's the, the youngster. But um, I feel like that's changed a little bit. The age sort of thing. It used to be twenty six. You look at it always getting towards the end. But yeah, I know now. I, I definitely don't feel like that. And you hear from a lot of the guys, and they seem to be getting fitter and better as they go on. Like yeah. Todd, you talk to him, he'd probably say he's the fittest he's ever been, sort of deal. And so. the most experienced and the most relaxed and, yeah. you know, everything in between. But, you know, it's cool because, jeez, sounded pretty heavy. <laughs> um, um, you know, for yourself, like you're, obviously you're going racing, but you're not living off your results. Um, you know, I'm sure maybe there's a contingency deal with KDM for you somewhere. Or I'm not sure, but Maybe not, but None of that for me, mate. <laughs> um, sponsors maybe might be helping you out with results. I don't know, but realistically, it's you know it's generating content for YouTube, you know, doing content for your sponsors and, and growing your brand, which is really cool. Um, 
it's just another way to go racing, which again, Definitely. you and I have chatted about it a lot, which a lot of riders still don't understand that if you're not a top three guy or a top five guy in MX1, you've got to offer something else to, to make it viable. Um, and, you know, doing your coaching, doing the YouTube, doing what you're doing is, is a really cool way to establish yourself. But yeah. um, Like we said, we spoke about it a heap, you yeah. and I, and it's, um, it's been really cool to actually put it into practice and see that people appreciate the value I'm bringing. Um, obviously, it's a bit of a grind to be able to do it. Um, it's a hell of a grind. I mean, even traveling to do this is like, yeah. you could have just, I mean, you did say it's not happening. And I was like, I'll see how you go. But like, you're busting your ass to get here to do this because, you know, th- this is the way you're doing business, you know? Yeah, I see the value and I, I appreciate you guys like putting in the effort. So I'll definitely put in the effort and try to, Obviously, I'm here. I'm wearing a unit hat and unit shirt, so that's I'm, it. I'm putting those guys out there a little bit. And, um, they're selling like unit cool. over here in AMX as well. Here yeah, in I was just checking but, out uh, their stalls before, so um, come down to AMX and grab yourself some unit gear. That's it. Well, while we're on the sponsor plug, if you guys are watching online right now, make sure you go to amx.com and check out your uh, enter into the VIP experience. It's basically signing up to the VIP mailing list. And you will go into the draw to win two tickets to one Thaggy this weekend for round one of Prime X. So still able to do that tonight. The, the winner will be picked tomorrow. So realistically, you need to make sure you're from Victoria if you're going to do that. But I mean, if you want to travel in the state, go ahead and register, get the tickets in the morning in the email and just haul butt across the state lines to get to uh, Wani. But um, amx.com.au and uh, all your online shopping needs. Um, AMX stores, the nation's largest motorcycle retailer for accessories over the 15 locations nationwide um cans is the latest store i'm sure you'll be popping up to cans to do something at some point this year we, we will be yeah we'll be heading up there for some coaching at there some you stage. go so yeah. um the new what's that cans opens tomorrow cans opens tomorrow so if you're from cans number one get some coaching from joel evans when he goes to cans number two go to amx and uh in cans and uh, buy some things <laughs> so joel um mossy was on earlier super interesting chat with him very yep. interesting part of his I career yeah yeah it was it was it was kind of surreal almost to be yeah. fair yeah um seeing where he's at full privateer he picked up some handguards and went yeah. to the register and bought them like yeah full right, privateer okay. yeah probably makes you feel better um doing your deal yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean but uh um i'm gonna put you on the spot um mx1 top three for the championship and top three this top three this weekend first then top three for the championship Oh, it's going to hurt not to say Joel Evans. Um, you always want to be in there. but um, <laughs> Do it for I, the YouTube. Turn yeah. the camera on and be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to take, um, take it to those guys. Yeah. It, I honestly want to be up there. I, I set myself a, a goal. I want to be up there in the Super Bowl for sure. Yeah. What, what are your speed. goals this year? I was, um, was going to ask that too. So, it, uh, the like, I, Honestly, I want to show speed. I want to run up top three um, sure. at times. And um, I know to some people it seem unrealistic, but I've been feeling good. Um, listening to different audio books and stuff with Lance Armstrong. and yeah. uh, Some of the stuff's pretty cool. It's just like, someone's got to win, why not you? So I'm going to start putting in that mentality a little bit. Um, hey man, if you don't back yourself, no one's going to. Yeah, and that's right. Second of but, all, you've always had speed. So, you know, it's not it's not crazy to say that you want to be that guy. Yeah, but for sure, I think um, the contenders like Todd, obviously you can't go past. Mm. Um, he's he's going to be he fit. He's going to be fast. You know that. Um, he's got a good bike under him. And then... I think Cloudy, um, I haven't seen much of him or anything, but I just know how good he is as well and how good he's been in previous years. So he'll be up there. Um, and I know Metcalf at One Thaggy for sure. Um, that preseason race, I don't know what it was. He was. I just looked at the times and he was ridiculous. So yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like he's going to be super fast here as well. And then championship, 
I'll, I'll just say I think Todd's going to be the strongest. Okay. Um, yeah, fair call. Um, I think I didn't even mention this on the Moto Online uh, column we did. Uh, it came out today with like the industry picks or whatever. Yep. Um, Duffy is going to surprise some people this year. Yeah, actually. Yeah, like I, I honestly haven't looked at the rider list. Yeah, um, I've got it right here. I mean, I know as a rider, I never did that. I don't know whether you like to do it or not. I never really wanted to care who was there or not. But um, yeah. yeah. An old coach of mine years ago told me not to. Um, but I honestly don't think too much into it anymore. It's like, it's whatever. But um, Regan Duffy impressed the hell out of me last year um, or the year before whenever it was we were going racing and he did Manjuma I think yeah. it, what was it 19 um, yeah got the win on the 450 yeah. I was like that's pretty impressive because all the boys were there like the CDR boys and stuff so that's uh, that's pretty cool and I think he was 16 or 17 so he's he's definitely going to be good yeah, he's only 18 now which is crazy but he's got a yeah. big future um, but we've chatted a lot about MX1 and MX2 Joel so what I want to pick your brain on is uh, MX3 we'll chat about yeah. that with the rider list here um, now there's a lot of juniors, and this class to me is going to be super interesting because of the new age structure. Yeah. Did you race MX, MXD back then? I did. You did? Yeah, yep. in MXD. Um, so if we go through the entry list, it's sold out. Uh, like 48 riders plus reserves. That's so cool it's cool to see. I'm not going to go through everyone. I'm going to try and pick out some names that I feel um, you might know or that I know will do well. Um, Seth Birchall, junior from New South. The kid rips. Never heard of the young fellow, but okay. I'm sure he does. Ryder Kingsford. Yeah, I definitely heard of him before. Yeah. Um, he, he's from South, like New South Wales, is he? He's New South, but he yeah. lives down in Victoria with Ross Beaton's yeah, okay. crew. Oh, um, he's got he's got good help then. Well, he's got sure. good people behind him, and one thing is their home base pretty much as yeah. well. So yeah, you know he's right. going to be competitive at th- this round. Um, you going to ride tomorrow? I am. Yeah. Where, where are you going? Um, I think PBI. Oh, PBI is open. That's right. I think it's meant to be as long as it doesn't get rained out or something. I I don't have any. Unfortunately, it rains B, out there. Unfortunately, like every uh, oh look, there's there's some sand pits. I'll we'll talk yeah. off the air. There yeah, might be somewhere you can go. We'll <laughs> there's some local only spots. Yeah, there is. You, you'll yeah. If not, if people aren't going to PBI because of the rain, there'll be people going elsewhere. I'll just follow vans wherever. Just follow driving. moto vans. Just <laughs> yeah. sprinters. Just exodus out of the. Into the into the bush. Yeah. Um, Connor Tao, he rips out of New South. Blake Fox, I'm sure you know about Blake. Yeah, um, actually, Blake stayed at our house after Kingaroy, the okay, Sunshine there you State, go. Um, at my old man's place. And uh, he's a really good kid. Um, I don't know him that well, but he's a super polite um, kid. He looks fit. Um, technically, I watched him a little bit at Kingaroy as well, and he's pretty perfect technically. Yeah, he, He's just missing a little bit of the raw... Whatever it is, just like go wide open speed to the other guys that were there because there was okay. a lot of really fast two fifty dudes. But um, I feel like in this class, obviously this um, sort of big not not beginner class, but junior class, slash yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like he definitely can be a contender. Yeah, he's very um, you're right, very precise, doesn't hang it out, yep. but he's very uh, very efficient on the bike. Um, Ty Keen, he's fast Vic guy coming out of juniors. Um, who else have we got here? So we got, Jackson uh, Camilleri, he's from your neck of the woods, right? Yeah. I, I mean, Queensland's up, a big place, north. but yeah, is he further um, north? He's, uh, yeah, it's like sort of north Queensland, but I did a coaching school that he attended, actually. Okay. Uh, so if he does well, it's, it's basically because yeah. of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I think Oatsy actually does. I, I know. Give he's he's Oatsy's guy, but, um, yeah. Yeah, he uh, he was really impressed me, actually. He's, mm. He rides really well. Um, I think it's just tidying up a few things with him. Uh, again, like a, probably a lot of these kids that are like that, um, 
really fast, but just a few things have got to tidy up. But he'll be a contender. Kobe Drew, I can see there as well. He's, I think he's just stepped up to... No, he's still junior, actually, at the moment. So yeah. he's only 15. Now. That's the thing, right? Juniors and seniors basically racing together in yeah. this class. Um, I know he's a Yamaha kid, and he's... Now in uh, Queensland, they're mixing up the classes a little bit. Um, the races, we ride on the same day as the juniors occasionally. Yeah. And so we get to see a few of those guys, and he's impressed me as well. He's got really good technique, and he rides pretty well. Ryan Alexanderson, he's another Queensland guy. He's a factory junior KDM rider. Yeah. Yep. He was actually racing me at Kingaroy as well. He's in yeah. the class with me, and um, he was having a joke on the line and stuff, but I haven't seen him ride too much. Did to you honest. throw the smack down on him and just say, respect your elders, <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, he's on 250 next to me on the gate on a 450 side. So yeah, think, oh, yeah, he probably weighs more than you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he probably didn't like how that uh, went. Kader Manier, wow. Okay, so he's racing a 125. I was going to say, he was the junior 65 champ, world champ a few years ago. So yeah, he right, must just okay. be on a 125, and now he's going in the MX Street. Wow, that's going to be interesting. WA, he's making the trip too. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't even know you could with the, the borders open. Borders open. They are. Good to go. Probably should know that, but... Here we are. Um, Betty Novak, he's out of New South, kid. He goes pretty fast. He's he riding was, the Honda, isn't he? Yeah, he was on Hogue's junior team, and I think Uribe. He's riding for Uribe support. Um, Jacob Swee's a local Vic guy. Will Shearing. Uh, who else we got out of the Queensland guys? Um, Tell you what, uh, Taylor McCutcheon. Yeah. She <laughs> rips, dude. I, I did the commentary for the 2018 Junior Aussies in yeah. Tasmania, and, man, she was impressive. It's like her and... Um, Who's the other Queensland young young girl that rips? Oh, I know who you're talking about. I just Taylor. No, she's Charlie. Charlie Cannon. Charlie Cannon. Charlie Cannon. Yeah, because her brother's fast too. Yeah, but yeah. Charlie and Taylor were going at it. Like it was awesome. Yeah, the it uh, blew my mind actually. I again, we don't get to see too much typically in Queensland. You're on separate days um, right. to the juniors, and she's a bit younger. So um, now that she's gone up senior, I've been watching a little bit, and oh, she might even be junior too. I don't know, but I've watched a little bit of her this year and. She's not scared to bang bars with the guys. Like she'll be no. running top three in the guys' class and just moving them out of the way. Like it's, it's so it's cool to see. Super impressive. It's because she's there's not much of her either. She's she's pretty no, little. She's only small. Yeah. yeah. Like it, which um yeah, it's awesome to see her just swinging off the thing and like she rides really well. It's kind of like Courtney Duncan as well. Like she just out of New Zealand. Like <laughs> yeah. she is gnarly. Yeah. You know, little thing. And I remember that that uh, race. She um she won the New Zealand MX two. Remember. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like had do, the fastest actually. times. Yeah. Like it was incredible, but um, that's cool to see how uh, Taylor's going to go. Um, and Emma Milesevic is also racing the Pro MX Two class. So that's another oh, awesome um, young female rider out there. Jet Burgess Stevens. Um, yeah, I've done a little coaching with him as well um, lately, and uh, he rides really awesome as well. He's um, good, polite kid as well. He's moved up from. He used to live in Tassie. Yeah, he's from Tassie. Is he he's living in Queensland, Queensland now? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Where's he based? Based around the Sunshine Coast. Okay. Um, near like Jetty Allsop and stuff, and they were doing yeah. a fair bit of riding together. And uh, Is Jet, right? Oh, no, Jet nah, Burgess. Jet, Jetty. Um, is he still injured? Jetty's collarbone. He's back riding now. But not but, ready um, to race. Yeah, he's just, I think he's going to take his time and come back strong, which is smart at his age for sure. Yeah, the, the, his family, they're, they're good people, and they always have a good plan with Definitely his career. Are. So yep. they're making the right choices. Uh, wow, that's going to be interesting. Bailing Townsend. Is that. Um, Townsend yeah. from Montaggy. From the other side of the street. Yeah. yeah, literally lives across the road. Yeah. So I think Duffy rode his 250 at the... At the Gippies the, the other Gippie day. The yeah. Other week. So... Yeah, he did. Um, if anyone's going to know that track pretty well, I'm sure it's Balin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of local local guys. Well, Beaton's got a big crew now down here, mm. and um, and his guys ride out at Wani a lot. So there's going to be some fast Vic local guys. Yeah. Um, 
it'll be in the mix, but it's such a different... I mean, number one, I, I told you on the phone the other day, I rode Wani about a month ago, and it, it kicked my ass so bad. Like, that yeah, track right, was okay. so rough. Um, Is it soft at the moment? No. It's not. It's not yeah. <laughs> As in, it, well, here's the thing with Wonthaggy. It, it, it's one of those tracks, like, where was the first sunny state? Uh, Harvey Bay. Harvey Bay, yeah. I would liken it to that, as in it looks sandy. Yeah. But then it's got that, it looked to me like Harvey Bay has got that concrete square edge it base, does. right? One is exactly the same. It's that black, fluffy Gippsland sand. And like the first couple of laps practice, you're like, this is so sick. Like yeah. everything holds up. You're just getting heaps of traction. And then it gets to the base, the berms start pushing out and they go to nothing. Or it's just train track ruts, and then everything has got a, a square edge base as deep as your linkage. Definitely. Um, yeah. But it's that's going to rain. Uh, yeah, that's the rain. other thing is that there's 35k winds this weekend, um, and it looks like it's raining from pretty much now to Sunday. Yeah, because it's been hot away. If it's hot in Victoria and windy, it means that rain's coming. It's, it's going to rain. <laughs> it's yeah. Because <laughs> it's coming, and if it rains anywhere in Victoria, it, it rains at Wani. Rain at Wontaggy. Yeah, I don't. You can be five k's either side, perfect, sunny, no problem, racetrack. I I know this because I remember putting this in your um, your sponsorship proposal. There's photos of you from 2019, Wani, in the mud. Yeah. Where you can't, you just see your eyes and nothing else. So <laughs> yeah. you know what it's like at Wani when it rains. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> Have we ever had an opener at Wani where it didn't rain? Mm, 19, no. it rained. No, nah, like 18, four. it rained. It didn't 17, rain. it rained. Didn't rain in 14, I think it was. Yeah, probably. I'd, I've been doing this Cam a long Taylor time. Cam Taylor was probably still racing when it didn't rain at Wontaggy. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I've uh, been to Wontaggy, I think, one time that it hasn't rained. So, Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, not, it's not looking good, but <laughs> hopefully it doesn't rain. Um, what's the go? Is Medi going to come in? No. Okay, cool. Um, well, if that's the case, we're getting pretty close to the end of the show. Um, what happened on the way down? <laughs> Before uh, we finish, I'm curious. Uh, it honestly wasn't like for me. It wasn't that eventful. We uh we had a few things to do. Um, different stuff didn't quite go right with <laughs> picking different stuff up, and I like parts didn't come and whatever. But that's all good. And then we got down to Albury, or just about at Albury today, and the side of the tire just blew out. So yeah, um, we we're on the side of the highway and uh, changing tires this afternoon. And nice. that's why we're here an hour and a half. Yeah. I got the photo and I was like, Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's never fun. But uh, yeah. Hey, it's, it's good content. It tells a story. It is. Yeah, that's what it's all about for the YouTube. Yeah. It's all for the tube. <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, uh, we've reached, uh, it's eight o'clock. So we're going to close up this store now, but I want to give a massive shout out to the guys at AMX Superstores. Um, having us here tonight for the live show has been really great. A lot of people coming through the doors and we really appreciate them uh, opening up late to uh, have this sale and have us in doing the live show. Um, this will be out tomorrow um, on iTunes and Spotify or other podcast platforms. Uh, if you've been watching on Facebook Live this whole time, we really thank you guys for tuning in. Um, like we say always, uh, please share, please um, subscribe to the podcast on um, you know iTunes and Spotify and whatever other platforms, YouTube, it's going to be across the Inside Dirt Network and it is obviously the new show, which is the AMX Superstores, Moto Online, Pro MX. From now on, it's going to be the recap shows coming out every Monday night, which will be live streamed on the same platforms that you see it tonight after each round of Pro MX Racing on the Inside Dirt Network. And um, You forgot to ask me for my tips. You do this every year. <laughs> What's your tips, Darnell? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. No, I think... Uh, I did, didn't no, I? No. no. You always forget about me. Just pipe up. Uh, no. 
All right, I will. Yeah. I'll type it up now. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. I want Clout. top three MX1 weekend, top three championship. Clout. Waters Moss. Weekend. Round one. Yeah. I think Clout, Waters, Mal Ross or Gibbsy. Okay. For the championship. 250, Webster, um, Dobson, Crawford. So basically the same as what we've been saying all night. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. No, I mean, there's only so many heavy hitters. Oh, the phone is not on silent. He did it to us at the end. Hey, guys, if you're still watching online, go to amx.com.au, register to be involved in the VIP package, put your email address in there, go into the draw to win two tickets to one thaggy this weekend for Round Runner Prime X. You'll get notified tomorrow morning. We've also got a really cool giveaway coming up, so keep your eyes peeled on the socials. That's right. AMX. I say because I, I do work here. You do work here. <laughs> AMX Superstores um, on socials. Check them out on Instagram or Facebook. Big giveaway coming away to coincide with the Primex season. Obviously, Primex are involved with the... Uh, AMX, AMX involved with Primex. With Primex, exactly. Uh, presenting sponsor. So make sure you check that out. And uh, big shout out again to Alex Gobert, Moto Online, for partnering with us to be a distribution partner for this podcast, help to grow the network. Thank you, Alex. Make sure you come down and see us. We'll be here uh, at Wontaggy yeah. on Sunday with the AMX activation. That's I'll be right. there with a couple of the others, so come down and see us. I'll be floating around with um, ID Media Group as well and probably looking pretty stressed and, and whatnot, but we'll be getting it done. And uh, with that, thanks for coming in, Joel. No worries. Appreciate, Appreciate you uh, blowing out tyres and making the trip. And uh, with that said, guys, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you on Monday evening at probably about, I think we'll do 7 a.m. time slot. 7 a.m. Uh, P.M. Oh, I was going to say, I'm not even going to be awake by then. Monday, 12th, after Montagui, tune in. Monday night, we'll have the recap show. Thanks, guys. Eric. Right.